Yo, what is up? This is DPS Podcast. This is Damage Per Second Podcast, episode number 54. And I am your host, Slow Mo Backslap, here with the homie Gaming Forte. And we got a lot to discuss tonight. Hope you guys are having a great night yourselves. I know I am, Forte. How, how you doing, sir? I'm good. I was off work today. Oh, my God. Sitting at home watching Squid, Squid Games. Man, uh, man, it's, it's been a great day. Getting caught oh, up you, on, getting caught up on what if. You, you I just started. I just started. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm, on episode, so, I'm on episode four now. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're... Man, Squid Game is is, is on a whole another level, it's, man. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> Let me shout out some people in the chat real quick. Shout out to Dravenero, that guy Smitty, Spider Thirteen, and after his passion is in the house. Uh, we're gonna get started in 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 here. So, like, well, well, first off, Forte, uh, let everyone know what you've been up to over the past week and what you've been playing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, everybody know I've been playing Destiny, but I've been playing Battlefield a lot, which I know we're gonna discuss in this um in this podcast too. Um, Halo, which um ended last weekend, which was amazing and great. And outside of that, just playing um I started playing Far Cry uh, six. I played a little bit of that today in between Battlefield while I was at home. So good. Those are to get, I've been I'm, I'm I've been around with that. Because that's the topic. <laughs> I'm glad I, I know. You were I, I know. <laughs> um yeah, that's uh, he says. Uh, after his passage, you guys are cutting in and out. Interesting. Mm. Hold on, let me let me check the audio real quick. Slow mo did it. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Uh, it's okay. Uh, it says okay. He says there you go. We're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, maybe YouTube was having some issues because I did notice that we had some people that were waiting, and then once we went live, it like dropped down, like as if like uh, I think things weren't working correctly. But hopefully we're all good. Hopefully we're all good to go. Uh, you guys can hear Forte. Okay, right? Uh, uh Forte, uh, say something real quick. Yo, what is up, gentlemen and ladies? Of course. They could I, probably hear me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see your levels peaking, so so I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, so yeah, like uh let's see, you you were you said you were playing you were playing Halo Infinite, of course Halo Infinite and Battlefield, we can talk about later. Uh also Far Cry Six. Basically everything you've been playing we, we need to talk about once we actually get into That's the topic. That's also I've been topics. playing all new games, new For- stuff. Not old stuff. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. Not stuff Although, that's been out since 2017. Well, I've been playing old stuff, and 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 I, is that a shot? Because 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 my footage right now is, is the division. <laughs> Sounds like a shot, sir. I was listening to you in the dark zones, like, yo, man, go down there again. Go down there, and kill that guy. Go down. Wait a minute. Hold up. Let me kill that dude. Let me go get my loot before. Time. No. All right. So here's the wild thing, right? With that. Is that I couldn't? Okay, here's here's the weird thing about streaming as well as is because like normally when I when I've been doing that I have I've never streamed the division before, and I've I've ranked you know I I got the 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 last achievement necessary to to fully one hundred percent the division one uninstalled the game did it live a couple nights ago, and to be able to do that right so like. 
you, you have to defeat uh, a really difficult uh, uh, hunter uh, enemy at the end to get out. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to fight this enemy. Um, the, the weird thing is that I got a notification that popped up. So like my alerts popped up. I can't, I think somebody either followed me or somebody subbed to the channel or something, something happened right when one of my shots, cause like me and the hunter are trading shots back and forth. I dropped him, but because the notification for the alert came up, I didn't see it. And then I I almost died, so I actually drew back. Like I I, I dodge rolled back, and then I let the uh, the support station I had I had down bring my health back up. And so I didn't even realize it. So like I didn't think I killed him, and I, at no point did I realize that the 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 gear that he drops, the loot that he drops when you kill him, was just glowing. It's just glowing, like, please pick me up, like, right there. And I'm just like. <laughs> you was on your horse, bro. Man, I was like, yo, what, what's going on? Where, where'd he go? This has never happened before. He just disappeared. <laughs> and then some other dude shows up. And I'm like, man, I'll be bringing your hunter over here. Because usually that's what happens is that somebody, um, when this, whenever anyone shows up to an extraction point, your hunter spawns. Now, right. the, 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 re, the way people was getting around that is that they would actually show up to a spot to a extraction while it was live, then run away. <laughs> so their hunter would spawn, and then they would have their hunter fight somebody else. So, so another player has to fight your hunter for you because some people just weren't just skilled enough to kill that hunter. And then they would either go to a completely separate extraction and extract because your hunter will only spawn once. Mm-hmm. Or they'll wait for their hunter to get killed. Or if their hunter is 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 low on health, they'll try to clean up after the hunter killed the other agent that was just out there already fighting his own hunter. It, it, it's wild. It was like a weird chess match that happens in the in the survival dark zone. So that's what I thought was going on. I thought dude was like trying to get me to kill his hunter, and I'm just like, bro, I'm not fighting your hunter for you. I will sit right mm-hmm. here on this rooftop. But then he, when he jumped down and he started running for the chopper, I was like, "Nah, fam. all right, fam, go ahead and get, go ahead and get headshot." You know. Then I looked and I saw my, the loot from the hunter I killed down there, and I was like, "Oh, the chopper is coming down because, like, because the chopper won't come down unless there's no enemies around." So I'm like, mm-hmm. "The chopper came down because I killed him. I didn't even see see him die." So like, that's when I ran down there. Almost didn't get there in time. I had like five seconds left before the chopper was about to leave, but I did finally get the achievement. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, but I've been playing a lot of older games actually. I, I played that. I think I might play some Battlefield Hardline. I was talking with my homie Blue. Shout out to Blue. Uh, we were playing Battlefield 2042, and then someone someone in the chat brought up. Uh, cause I was streaming it. Somebody in the chat brought up Battlefield Hardline and I was like, man, Battlefield Hardline was actually a really good game. Actually it was, I think it was Kay Asante. Kay Asante, shout out to Kay Asante. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the Game and Circle podcast and Everborn. Those are the homies. And he was talking about how good Battlefield Hardline was. And I was like, yeah, I actually kind of felt like Battlefield Hardline was ahead of its time. If you think about it, there are a lot yeah. of games out there right now that are designed the way Battlefield Hardline is designed. Although, sales wise battlefield hardline didn't sell because the battlefield community that's not that's not what they were looking for in the battlefield game 
They weren't looking no. for a a. If you think about it, Battle for Hardline is very much kind of like Siege, uh, and and in regards to having two different teams with with like separate objective uh, objectives, and it's very realistic based. Where if you get you know you can get headshot and you can be up out of there, you know, like it can be really yeah. fast. And so I I thought that. It was it was really good, and I thought that uh, Battlefield Hardline was kind of influential in some of these some other games we see right now that are successful, being as successful as they are. But it, being the first doesn't always work out for you. <laughs> you nope. can be the first, and then someone else takes your idea, does it better. But all yeah, that I said, they, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think they didn't they scale. It's been a while since I played Hardline. Didn't they scale the player count back in that one too? I don't remember, man. I, I think it was only thirty two on thirty two. I when I played Battle for Hardline, it was already a dead game. Like it, I mean, oh, it, it yeah. still had like a, a a little small small knit community that would play it, and I played it with some some of my division friends in between like content drops. You know how it is when you play a looter and then there's no content, you go play other stuff, right? So like mm-hmm. that's that's what we we played Battle for Hardline for a while. We would do we would switch between that and Siege, uh, but there was um there was a. Uh, there was I, 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 I go ahead go ahead. No, I said the single player was fun. I liked the single player. I didn't even know there was single player, and that's sure. why I want to reinstall the game and play it again. That's that's the whole, whole purpose it's, of me yeah. bringing it up. Is that I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm playing on PC though because I've never played it on PC. So I'm gonna see how 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 well I can I can be ready for all those lens flares. There's <laughs> a lot of lens flares. It's a lot of lens flares. Like, in that like, thing, like, man. like it was directed by Michael Bay. Man, I mean, it's cops and robbers, man. You get on the floor. In comes the lens flare. Uh, that guy, somebody in the chat, says that we got to talk about Kingdom Hearts coming to Switch. I'm like, I, well, why? Why, why? Why do I need to talk yeah, about it should, that? It should run on there. I mean, like, it, it, it's Kingdom Hearts. One, you know what? It, it deserves to be on the Switch. It ain't got the story, don't make no sense. Nintendo don't make no sense. So they, oh, they're matching made in heaven as far as I'm concerned. Nintendo makes all types of sense, sir. That's why they got a, a game of the year contender in Metroid coming out tomorrow. Oh my they're god. Releasing you know what? New, it, 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 they're releasing right. new hardware tomorrow. It will it will be a game of the year contender. They're, they're, absolutely they're, will. They're, they're releasing amiibos tomorrow that's gonna sell for four times the amount of the value the moment they hit people's hands. It's gonna be a great day for Nintendo tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna make a lot of money off a off, lot of, of, money off of these stooges out here. They just keep giving them everything they got. It's just crazy. A uh, shout out to Ramon Terrell with the five dollar Canadian. He says, uh, "Here's to the homies. Much love to you too, and here's to all the success you deserve and to come." That is what's up. I appreciate you, you, sir, Ramon. I appreciate you. Uh, you know that. that that the alert didn't pop. Oh, there it is. Never mind. It popped there. <laughs> Shout out to Persona in the chat. What's up, man? Hope you're having a great night, sir. What's up, Persona? Great so, but, show um, last week too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, for everyone listening, please check out uh, what's up PlayStation last Saturday. They uh, uh, gaming with Persona and the homie Jay Bari were 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 blessed to be able to do an interview with the uh, the great Sean Layton ex Sony executive Sean Layton had a, a, a actually a really really great interview. You guys did a great job. It was very well organized. They had their questions all laid out. It was it was it was it was like you know they had stages and everything. I, it was really good. It was really good. He, he dropped some some nice nuggets and, and some good thoughts about you know his his view of things in the gaming industry and, and where things are going. So I thought I thought it was pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, we we also need to get the uh, those two gentlemen over here on this show because we gotta we gotta talk about this um this this website that they they released and they are co-founders on and we're, we're, we're Pony Dust Nation. We, no, we ain't talking about no no we we are not talking about Pony Dust Pegasus Nation on this spot. No, we can have a conversation offline. We ain't gotta have a conversation on DPS about. Crazy ponies here, on on drugs. They over here segregating because the freaking on, PlayStation. The that, only that way right now. you can think that you are a Pegasus, which is a mythical creature that doesn't exist, is if you on drugs. That's the only way that oh, I'm yeah. like. You guys got an Optimus stash. Uh, that that those drugs. And shout out to Optimus Code, but those drugs is for his medication to keep him alive. Y'all out here ODing on it. It's crazy. Man. It's crazy Man. out here. <laughs> Man, did you did you did you did you see? Did you go to the website though? Did you click on the website's link? I, and, I, have, and I, have, I have been to the website. So, so before. you have been there. So you 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 seen the founders all at the bottom of the page and all of their nice little <laughs> you know flavor text under their names and talk about how they big boss and stuff. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I will say this about the uh, uh, the website. And I, I saw something, a, a link. Someone sent a link on Twitter in regards to something they have on their website that I do appreciate. And it's calling out those who are, uh, who basically like, just, just keep it a buck racist in the gaming community, racist, sexist, you know, yes. people who, who are, are very much excluding of other people for things that they cannot control. Basically douchebags. Right. And Absolutely. they actually, they not only, I, I, I said something about this to, uh, um, one of our friends and, and I was talking and it was in, in response to a Twitter space where there was the, the uh, actually a full day of Twitter spaces where people were talking about racism in the gaming community. And people were upset that a certain, certain, uh, community was being called out and people felt like all oh, everyone should be called out well look and i my whole thought was you know talking is fine but what are we going to do about it right like right, you, you right. can talk about something's a problem but then one after it's acknowledged that something is a problem all right so what now right so like what are you doing now about it is it just talk and then we just say man somebody gotta do something but no one ever does. And then we keep having these kind of like circular, like silical discussions where we keep bringing up the same things that keep happening. And people keep doing and saying the same things that and and them being supported by others who seem to, if not agree with them, uh, just ignore what they say and do strictly because of the, the piece of plastic or platform that they they support, which is asinine to me but i did like that they have a page there that actually highlights the people that are doing those things and showing people exposing what they're saying and what they're doing and and how that's not cool and and so that like people can make the decision to from there choose not to engage with those people and and of, of course it's a choice that other people have to make to choose to stand up and not worry about your platform not worry about being canceled by your audience this is why i'm so glad that i have made my channel the way it is that i i do dps podcast with you because we are on the same accord of we don't give a f about how other what other people feel about our thoughts and opinions 
there is no well i, I can't say this or i can't say that look if, if this is how we feel right. it's how we feel and i and and i'm glad to be a gamer of zero allegiance because there's never like this pull to kind of like be nicer to a platform or it, it yeah. just, I, I try not to be like overly mean anyway to anybody every now and then I got to Hey, Hey, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Go ahead. I try not to be like, look, I will say some things that are mean about like a game or uh, a company because I, that's how I feel. But I, I'm not like, singling someone out because of anything other than what the actual topic is situation is Mm -hmm. in those individual instances for example i could have a problem with uh with something that say like i could have a problem with the fact that phil spencer said they were going to do vr and they and then they now instead of announcing they weren't going to do vr they just tried to say oh our community don't want vr I had a problem with that because you said you were going to bring VR and the very next thing that right. we hear years later is that, well, none of y'all want VR. Well, who are you talking to? Because <laughs> like you clearly, you know, like that's just not, that's not how you communicate to your, your community. Right. I can say that. And then, and in the, in the very next instance say, Hey, well, you know, they have a lot of first party studios that, I, uh, that I think are quality studios that I, I enjoy their games like obsidian, um, the coalition and, and, uh, arcane machine games, you know, like, it's like you, you can be balanced, you know? And it's just like, it, and, and some people can't be balanced and so it's, it's okay. It, it is, it is what it is, but I, I, I enjoy the freedom of just saying whatever the, whatever the heck I want to say. And people understand that that's, that's how I'm going to be. But anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. We have another super chat uh, from um, the homie after his passion, $10 super chat. He says to the best and smartest two man gaming podcast. I appreciate you guys. High IQ and entertaining, sir. After his passion, you know, like typically he's trolling us, but I, I don't think he's trolling at this point. I think he's, he's stroking. He's, he's stroking eagles right now. <laughs> hey, I am all for it. I am all for it, sir. <laughs> But let's 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 get into before we get into the topics because well actually I I, I didn't finish talk about what, everything I've been playing um I have been playing some of the games that we're going to talk about later but I I've been playing Bioshock Infinite and I've been streaming that I've been really enjoying it uh it it, it lives up to the reputation that I it kind of had from what I knew of what people said about the game about the story being really good um mm-hmm. yeah I agree the story the story's pretty awesome um. I, I I like the story. I like the fact that it's it's pretty brutal and, and gets really in your face about a lot of uh uh themes that are or you you could say are tried and true things that are typical American. <laughs> so it it's 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 pretty cool. Um gameplay's not that bad. You know, the the it it's got weird shooting. Like, like I'm not a Bioshock Bioshock fan, so maybe this is the way the shooting has always been. I only played part of Bioshock one and I don't even remember how the game played back then, right? But the shooting's kinda weird. The shooting is weird. Like the the ADS is to uh um push in the right thumbstick. And yep. like that that kind of threw me off. I every time I start playing Halo. it again. That's Halo style. It was 
not anymore. <laughs> but how, it still is how Halo's played. Look, look, right. it's it, it it throws me off every time I start playing it. I, right. it, it, it kind of throws me off, and I'm just like, oh yeah, 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 and then I'm like, the, the controls are just so weird. But then once, like, give me like five minutes, and I'm and I'm and I'm like, I'm back in, you know, I'm back in the zone with it. But uh, it's 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 really good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I I, I just kind of I think I'm right close to a a big uh, plot twist that uh, actually part of the plot twist uh, had already uh, occurred and I, near the end of my last stream and I was just like, yo, what the heck is going on? So I'm really kind of excited and playing it again. Hopefully tomorrow, if not tomorrow, then, then Saturday, but I've been playing that. You'll be shocked to hear, I've actually been playing Cyberpunk, man. Mm. I, I beat Cyberpunk already. For but some I know reason, you beat it. Yeah, yeah, I, I beat Cyberpunk uh, January. In January, I beat it. I oh, struggled okay. through it because you know how the as buggy as it was, and even on PC, it was it was a struggle, struggle. By the way, thank you again for the for the game because uh, you know yeah, I won that bet. Anyway, uh, so now, um, hell yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I got it on the discount. <laughs> um, I thought that uh, so. I thought it had a pretty decent story, not as good as 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 people ex would expect from CD Projekt Red, but I thought it was a decent story. I wanted always wanted to go through it again and make some different choices to get see different outcomes, uh, as you would typically do with a lot of like Western RPGs, right? But also kind of go with a different origin because I my my for origin from my first game was Street Street uh Street Rat. And there's three origins: the Street Rat, Corpo, and what's the Nomad? Nomad, that's it. Uh, the people yeah. who who are you know live outside the city. So I I wanted to do Corpo, and I actually kind of wish I would have did Corpo from the start because Corpo gives you kind of like a lot of insight and some conversations about certain things because you used to work for like the big corporation at the game you know things that other people like the street rat just had no clue of knowing and and it just gave me kind of a little bit deeper insight plus i spent like a good three or four hours optimizing <laughs> my my you know uh, the game to my rig and getting it work working in a way that works best for me as everyone know that game is super 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 demanding i'm playing it at native 1440p ultra settings medium ray tracing and i'm getting 60 frames per second uh locked at 60 frames per second on my uh my 3070 so it's uh it's not bad not bad at all uh, you sure like taking your frame rate for that feature don't you well look with oh, you only no, see it on. in certain things it's no no like... but in cyberpunk is everywhere the ray oh, tracing it, it, yeah, yeah it's almost like night and day i could like oh, it turn is, it okay. off like i could turn it off and and it oh, it changes the way i have i have uh i only have one ray tracing feature off and i think it's shadows but I have, uh, yeah, why, I have why does lighting. the shadow need ray tracing? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's also the one that has the 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 least um, hit on your hardware. But it 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 also doesn't do as much. I have ray traced illumination on, ray traced lighting, and that those just completely transform the way the game looks, especially in in the city. In mm -hmm. that city, like that city's beautiful with with ray tracing on, and but so but and it's only like fifteen frames per second. 
So like I basically went from 75 frames per second to 60. Yeah. And when I was at 75 with ray tracing off, it wasn't a lock 70. It was like, it was like, you know how it fluctuates. So it would be like 75, then hit 80, then hit like 67. Yeah, look, lock 60. Don't have to worry about it. So it's, I mean, I'm actually playing that and, and, and enjoying it because it's because they, one thing I will say they have done on the PC side is that the bugs are, are so far. Uh, at a minimum, I haven't, I haven't, so I haven't put you're, the so far you're, in. You're manageable right now. Yeah, like, like I mean, I could very well get a a, a car land on me at any point in time with the way that game is. But wow, um, let's move on. There was a uh, a topic that kind of came up that is before we get into our uh, scheduled topics, something that kind of came up before uh, we went live or a little bit earlier in the day and, and shout out to, I think it was replicant. Yeah. Replicant while I was uh, streaming Bioshock infinite earlier today, replicant uh, brought it to my attention. There was an interview from uh, games industry.biz who I, I love them. They're, they're like my favorite gaming like media source. Cause they're, really like on top of things and they have a lot of sources look they're they're great their website's great their youtube channel's great check them out so i had completely forgot right that that they had uh they had a scheduled interview with jim ryan and so mm-hmm. that has been um kind of like a, a little bit of a conversation today and i thought that you know we could get into it and discuss it real quick uh let me go pull that up i actually have it set for the actual uh part of the interview that is is the most interesting and and to, to kind of like get into it real quick it's a 20 minute interview 20 22 minute interview a lot of it's about jim ryan's uh past you can find that stuff interesting if you care for it you know i, it I actually was pretty interested in hearing I, him talk I, about yeah i i, I didn't know i didn't know he was there from the very beginning yeah, since ninety four. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't know that you know they were struggling as they were during the time of like PlayStation's biggest success with PlayStation Two. Like I didn't know how bad I didn't know it Europe was. was that bad. Yeah, I had no idea it was that bad there. But um, the the big thing about this interview that is uh, the biggest, uh, I guess, point of contention or people that people are discussing is uh, right here. I'm about to pull it up right now. And so this is near the end of the interview, and this is the question that was asked to Jim Ryan and his answer. Oh, crap. Hold on. I don't think you guys can hear it. Hold up. I can hear it, but I don't think you guys can. You got to turn on your desktop audio other way. Yeah, I'm going to have to switch this to that real quick. Okay. I hope the PlayStation 5, and I really believe the PlayStation 5 will be Sony's biggest and best and most loved PlayStation yet. Um, I I hope that will happen. Um, I'd also like to see a world where the games that we make at, at PlayStation can be enjoyed by many many tens of millions of people, perhaps hundreds of millions of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because right now, success uh, with the existing console model, a really great PlayStation hit. Um, You're talking 10 or 20 million um, people able to play that game. And if you you compare that, and we're, 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 we're talking about games stacking up against music, we're talking about games stacking up against movies, 
music and movies, uh, they can be enjoyed by almost limitless audiences. Um, and and I, I think some of the art that our studios are making is, is some of the finest entertainment that's been made anywhere in the world. And to, to kind of gate the audience um, for the wonderful art, the wonderful entertainment that these studios are making, to gate the audience for that at 20 or 30 million frustrates me. And I, I'd, love, um, I'd love to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games. Wow. Okay. Um, hopefully, I, I see after this back and say no audio. Uh, I hope you guys are able to hear. The... Okay, good, 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 good. Um, okay, so. Um, excellent. So let me go switch back here. Uh, interesting, huh? So Forte, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta switch the audio back. You're gonna have to restart. Man, see look, see it's it's so much with the show. Uh oh, real quick, shout out to the Liz twenty two for subscribing to the channel. Appreciate you, Liz. Uh Force, please restart your answer to my question. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so I was saying, you know, it's a lot of stuff to unpack there, but it also is not is not really out of step from what he was kind of saying, you know, late and early last year, where he's talking about um, PlayStation. He wanted the games to be experiences, blockbusters. He wanted to be like that that summer blockbuster movie that you went to the movie theater to go see and enjoy by many and stuff, and um this isn't really anything kind of new to me it's mm -hmm. just kind of going back to that that conversation like was phil spencer was talking about with games not being tied behind a particular piece of tech or a device is he saying that they're going to do the microsoft route no but he's also saying that he he used the word gate and when he use when you hear the word gate use, he's using it in a manner of saying the PlayStation platform, the console itself, is the gate that is stopping a lot of people that they want to experience those games. He wasn't shy in saying that. Now, how they're going to go about opening the gate and, and to allow people to experience these titles in a more meaningful way outside of just only a PlayStation platform? Who knows? It could be the, the direction they're going right now when it comes to PC games, getting it like six months to a year later. It could be the thing that we all talked about on this show where it comes to a subscription model like um, PlayStation Now, where something like that, you know, they sell the game and then six, seven months later, they, you know, it kind of hits like the greatest hits and it hits inside of their subscription model and stuff like that. There's so many ways they can go about this. Mm -hmm. But the only thing this thing basically tells me is Jim Ryan 
has been basically telling people the truth for the last year and a half when it comes to a bunch of stuff that he's been saying. So he's but, not Jim Line Ryan. He's Jim tr the Truth Sayer Line. Oh no, he's, he's definitely he's definitely <laughs> a liar when it comes to certain things. He, he lied about it. I mean, you know, when it comes to like where Her games Horizon be, Forbidden West being the most recent uh, one. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, where games are going to be played at and stuff like that. But I think part of that is just the conversation of. I truly believe if we were in a pandemic year, a lot of the games that you did see go cross platform as much as people want to say you can't leave 120 million people behind. They will absolutely leave 120 million people behind if they can live, live up to the demand of what the PlayStation five was able to put out, but they couldn't do that. And they saw, and they had a whole year of analytics that basically told them that, yo, we aren't going to have the hardware to do this. And it's not like it's super hard to scale games down to be on another platform, especially when you're talking about this being the well, first platform where it's it x86. That depends because we're still early, and this, well, we're still, this, well, we're still so, early. So, and so a like lot of games stuff aren't being designed specifically from the ground up with these new uh, consoles and systems in mind, and the 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 freedom that the the hardware these new systems provides hasn't impacted the pre production stage of game development yet where people are saying hey you know let's go do this wild idea right right so let's have some wild kind of ai happening thing something that wouldn't be possible in previous consoles so like in some way it's early enough now where you can actually do what you said which is you know we we intend on making this exclusive to just playstation 5 but uh we can we can downsize that if we we if can we downsize that. Yeah. I mean, even well, even the developers over I forget who said it, but the, when they were talking about um, Rift Apart, mm -hmm. they said Rift Apart absolutely can be done on a PlayStation Four. It, it will you will sacrifice some stuff to make it happen. It will actually it can, also be a different technique. So like the developer yeah, that yeah. said that you can do it, like it, it, there is a way to do it. There's a way that other games have done it in the past, but it's not the way that Insomniac was it's doing it. It's not the way that ins yeah. Insomniac did it. And it's probably, and let's be for real. It might be, that might be it. And this goes back to that thing that I said, um, Ratchet and Clank has never been a world beater when it comes to like overall sales. So they, it was like one of the perfect that in Returnal we're like kind of the perfect games to say these are exclusive to the platform. So we can say we do have exclusive games that's on this platform and whatever sales they do get like granted, they want to get as many sales as possible. But if you look at like the, the wrath, the last ratchet and clank that hit PS4 uh, and that hit when it was like over 80, 90 million people on the platform and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's still, it's so well, but was it going to sell like numbers like horizon zero dawn or something like that, where you're going to see like a drastic drop in the sale. If you don't put it on PS4, I think they just did a calculated thing. said they, the games that we know are going to be world beaters. We're going to put everywhere. The ones that we can kind of sacrifice and say, we're going to put these on a particular platform to give value to that platform. That's what they did. In my opinion, that's what they did with like ratchet and clank and return and stuff. And that was, and those were both great games, but all this thing basically tells me is what Phil Spencer's been saying for a long time about where the, the industry is going and the direction that a lot of publishers and um, publishers and manufacturers are going to go in 
is this. They're just going to do it probably in the, we don't know. They're going to do it probably in a different way that Microsoft is doing it. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's going to be the number one thing that people's going to come out of their mind from this interview. They're going to copy Microsoft. They're going to do what Microsoft is doing. No, they didn't say that. They're just saying this is the direction we're looking to go in and how they get to that direction could be a myriad of different ways. Exactly. So like that, that's the point I was going to touch on is that you could have the same goal as someone else, but then think that there's a different way to achieve that goal. And we, we all know about the strengths and weaknesses of all these corporations. And, and a, a major strength of Microsoft is, is cloud, the, the, you know, cloud computing, Microsoft has outside of gaming massive interest and, and it really is at, at this point in time their their biggest revenue gain is 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 uh is Azure Cloud and, and what they do with cloud in regards to all of their services and it's now becoming like the foundation of everything that they do. Now mm -hmm. Just because that is how they are trying to achieve getting gaming, Microsoft gaming, to more people in the world outside the console space doesn't mean that also has to be exactly how Sony does it. So that's not Sony's strength. And we heard Jim Rand talk about blockbuster games. You know, like you hear the word blockbuster and, and you think about movies. In, in, in right. that interview, he mentioned music and movies multiple times. Clearly, what, how ambiguous they are for people to just experience. It's no, there's no, no, no wall in front of you to be able to listen or watch stuff like that. Right, and so he's seeing the way that their company has has approached Sony Pictures, that the way that they have used and leveraged a lot of the resources that they already have uh, uh, to make sure that their games have an appeal, have a, a certain signature that is unique only to them. And you can't really see it anywhere else. And he, and he knows that that is something that would be, that would resonate in more than just on the PlayStation. And so it, for those who may have thought that what they were doing with with uh putting games on playstation was going to end with the playstation 4 i think he pretty much solidified with that with those comments in that interview that, that that's just not the case eventually we will see more of their games um uh playstation 5 games uh, at some point only playstation 5 games going to pc and i actually think a little bit further than that so like let's go back to remember the partnership they made with microsoft and this just wasn't this wasn't a playstation deal this was a, that was uh, a sony yeah that was a sony deal. sony deal this wasn't a playstation xbox deal mm -hmm. this was a sony microsoft deal this was above the heads of jim ryan and phil spencer this was a deal made among ceos and 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 the boards and stuff and i'm pretty sure since phil is on the board that he has you know he knew about this at, at some point but the, the point he, i'm making here is that at some point playstation is going to revisit putting their games uh and in more places than just playstation and pc uh, i i think they're going to approach the mobile side of things with like remote play playstation remote play uh, bringing that up and 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 trying to find a way to make make that be more relevant to a PlayStation gamer. I think all of those things are going to eventually uh, be uh, things that they will 
reintroduce to the gaming scene. I mean, not that, not that it's ever been gone. It's still there. You can use remote play right now. But I think those are things that they're going to bring back in a, in a way that where they're going to market it and they're going to uh, reinforce the, the infrastructure and maybe just completely revamp it under what uh, have it be powered by Azure, where they know that they don't have to worry about building that infrastructure out and spending the money that they have to spend, which is a, a sizable amount of money <laughs> on the R&D to get that, the, not, not just to get it to a a place where you can actually roll it out for it, but for it to actually be good, right? So you want it to be good, then then you can actually go to someone who's reliable, who's already doing it. They could have gone to Google, Amazon, or Microsoft. And so they, they chose Microsoft. Now, I think that at some point we're going to see that c coming again. We're going to see, we're going to see, uh, you know, them, them push those things again. But as of now, um, if anyone's out there thinking day and date, this launch day games on, on PC that I, I think, I still need to pump pump your brakes, right? Because I I don't think that's going to happen. They understand a couple things here, right? One, they do understand that PC is a different demographic. That there are people who they're only PC gamers. They don't like consoles. They don't like the closed environment. They don't really care for that. But they might actually play your and enjoy your games if if you they had the opportunity to play the games. And so, I, I there was something that hey, Sean Layton said on 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 what's up PlayStation with, with Persona and Jay Bari about bringing the games to the gamer. Like, don't be so staunch, and then you're well, look. Well, you know, you want to play the game, but come come over here, spend that. Three four hundred dollars buy my PlayStation and play my game. Well, you know mm -hmm. what? Let's let's bring it to you. Let's bring you that game. And now you see what you've been missing out on, and maybe you will be you will make the decision. You will initiate the decision to go buy a PlayStation, so that when the sequel comes out, you don't have to wait the year or two or whatever it takes for it to show up on PC. Or maybe you feel like waiting because you want to play the play that it's it's best with your mm -hmm. high powered rig. So be it. <laughs> yeah. Choice the choice is yours, right? Now, I think that has always been the the, the intention, as Sean Layton has said about where where they were going with putting games on PC. I think though, I think Jim Ryan is kind of expanding upon that now. Not saying things are going to go day and date, but. I, I don't think they they are trying to get people to buy PlayStations the way they intentionally meant it to be. I think now they're just like, well, if you want to play over there, that's fine. But what we're going right. to do first is get our sales here. And then we'll focus on getting sales there. And then we'll focus on anything after that. You feel me? Like, like, like we'll we'll do it in stages instead. Of where Microsoft is just like, we're developing this game from alpha to omega with every platform we can think of in mind. What well, not necessarily in mind, develop for immediately. Like there, those are the differences. And 
that's okay. There's nothing wrong with either of them having a different philosophy and trying to reach as many gamers as possible. It's just a whole different method to get to that same destination, that same result that you're reaching, as Jim Ryan said, beyond PlayStation to gamers. And instead of just getting 100 million, you know, that could potentially buy your games, you're now getting far, far more than that. So I think I thought that was a really cool uh, um, quote to to kind of get into. You, you have any any further thoughts on it? No, it just lets me kind of know the direction that is not is not one direction that's going to win the day when it comes to video games. The one thing, the other thing that I really enjoyed that he said is he kept it about the games and stuff. He always kept coming like when he was talking about what is PlayStation, um, what makes PlayStation great. How he even said PlayStation is a cool brand, like he understands that the mm -hmm. popularity of the platform is one of his defining traits in the community. I I really like the fact that, you know, he actually acknowledges that because sometimes people say like, oh, they look, I mean, granted, they look at all of these, everybody that buys a PlayStation, you're, you're really just a number, but they also understand, yeah, they know you're a number, but they also understand that behind that number is a community of people that will support their platform as long as they keep doing the one thing that he kept harping back to, which is the games. And that's the one strength that Sony has had consistently since the inception of the platform. And I, and I think he really, um, he really spoke to that really well during that 21 minute interview. Cool. Cool. All right. Now let's move on into our actual topics. <laughs> so here we go uh first topic up is far cry 6 impressions and i think uh excuse me for a second because I, I, I got like a, something in my throat hold on okay i'm, good. I'm good clean my throat <laughs> uh oh man you're taking me back man we old uh no uh <laughs> um so far cry 6 came out technically today right yes okay technically, technically today i'm I, i'm not playing this game I'm not. I'm just, I'm done with Far Cry. I can't do it no more. I can't. I I will give my reasons later or uh, after you're done, Forte, about why I'm not going to play Far Cry 6. But I know you've already had your time with it. What are your thoughts on the game? Uh, ooh, okay. So, I don't know why I went to this thinking it was going to be any different. Because it isn't. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a Ubisoft game. It's still Far Cry. I like the cast in this game a lot better than previous ones. Okay. Uh, I, I do think the, I think the voice acting is, a, is another level. I mean, I think, you know, when you, when you add the people that they added to, you know, the cast of this, it can do nothing but be another level up because people have, people have an understanding of the people that are actually talking and they know the demeanor of those people and stuff. So I think that kind of helps it. Um, I also think the customization inside the game is um, pretty, pretty good for not not just good, really good. Well, for well, let's 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 break that down. What do you mean the customization? You mean well, like with weapons or the, what? The, well, well, the weapons you can do some stuff with, um, but I'm just talking about just making your character your own. Like you know, that's something that I felt like is kind of lackluster in mm -hmm. previous Far 
Cry games mm-hmm. uh, or non-existent in previous Far Cry games. Like the personalities, like the, the guy in Far Cry Five is just a, 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 a nothing, a nobody, a nothing, a nobody, yeah. exactly. And so I think just that alone brings a little bit more depth to it. And as much as this is, you know, as much as they put a focus on the the, mer- the narrative of this game the mm-hmm. the focus of the bad guys and stuff in the game it's not the focus as it's been in previous far cry games like Voss. it was all about Voss. it was right, all about right. jason c it's all about these people and it was like that lead up to getting to that that point of the game going against them it was like certain things you could take you know certain things you could do without but it was like they made those characters. I mean, a boss of all of them was larger than life. And we all know what happened in that story. But um, outside of that, it was like, yo, it always left you wanting for more. And I like the direction they're kind of going. They're like letting you know that there's this this higher person that you are going after. It's like more of this freedom fighter type thing mm-hmm. that's going on in this game, which is a little different compared to you know it's not it's not like this super vendetta you're basically rallying up a country to go against the overlords that are trying to overthrow it and stuff like that um i'm like about an hour about two hours in two and a half hours in and i'm enjoying it but i I can't lie and tell you that it's nothing but another far cry game um the moment you start looking at the map and you start seeing things that's happening you're like okay yeah this reminds me i can see some of the little things that they tried to improve on when it comes to the questing which i think is going to probably be a little bit more not in your face for every little thing you need to do as you're playing but um but it it still has that whole uh the 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 typical Ubisoft open world design where yeah, there's the yeah, tower yeah. and and you you go to the tower you you look at the entire area of the region and then you take out you know all the side missions or the targets of that region and then you fight the 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 the, the mini boss or the sub boss of that region and then you knock it out and then. But you, we'll do, see. You, you do the we rinse and repeat our, for a while. We're, we're you get on the... our way to doing some of that stuff because we haven't gotten to the first boss yet, but we're on our way to doing some of that stuff. I, I got the crocodile as my it's my companion, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the I want the dog, but um, you know, that's for another day. But uh no, I, I'm enjoying it. I just don't know. Am I gonna fall off this game? Because I was enjoying Far Cry 5. Up until I went into, I forget his his sister's territory. Oh yeah, that got bliss. Hallucinations, the, yeah, the bliss. Yeah, that Man. got a little wild. Like, like, is this magic or is it drugs? Because it's like, right. what, it's like it's just, some of this stuff is impossible. After she knocked me, me out for the third time, I was done with that game, bro. I was done. I, I was like, and I, I just, and I hear that you know it gets a lot better. It, it's just that after a certain while, you just, you just kind of tire of that formula mm-hmm. and, and i just didn't want to do it no more so i'm just hoping that because i'm going to keep playing it it just comes down to is it going to have any of those pitfalls that's going to make me be like nah man this is too much you're making me do the same thing over and over again and i just kind of want to get through this okay i uh for me it was okay so like i played through far cry 5 i beat far cry 5 when it came out okay you actually beat it okay yeah uh kind of wild about Far Cry 5 is that you can actually finish the game in like five minutes. Did you know that? 
What? You can beat Far Cry 5 in five minutes. So, and, you know, really? at the very, very beginning, when you show up with the with the marshals. Yeah. And you're there to arrest the, the, the cult leader. Can't yeah. remember his name. Jason. And, and, yeah. And so he he it's extends crazy. his arms out and he says, and like, you, you're already apprehensive. And you're telling the, the marshal that we probably shouldn't do this right now with the way things are. Yeah. And he reaches when he when he extends his wrist for you to put the handcuffs on him and the guy the marshal's like telling you to put the handcuffs on you actually have the choice to not do it really yeah like there is the like you have to actually press the button and to actually put the handcuffs on them and that kind of sets off the the course of events that have the game be what it is if you don't do anything after maybe like a, a minute, then uh, I think the marshal gets a change of heart, realizes this might be a bad idea, and you guys leave. And you can actually prevent all the death and destruction and stuff that ends up happening and the, the way it ends. What happens to the game after you do that? Does it roll credits? <laughs> it actually, I think it. I think it did roll credit. I think I, I. I did it after I beat the game, and then someone told me that you could do that, and I was like, "No, seriously!" I mean, like a secret achievement or something. Yeah. So I actually like restarted the game just to see that, and and yeah, I, I can't remember. I think I can't remember roll credits and now, but I mean, of course, you, you, you said it does roll credits. Yeah, wow, I didn't even know that it, it was it was pretty wild. Now, th this is the the format of Far Cry, right? And it's been like this ever since three. You get a, a very uh, persuasive, charismatic antagonist that is the show is the show. He is the show. He or she he is, is the show stopper. They and now at at this point, they're actually decided to go in the route of getting a very famous. Uh, high quality actors to do that as well and so that's what we see in the far cry 6 it's there it's the focus but it's also there to hide that there isn't anything else that's actually really new with this like i see the rooster with the rocket launchers you know what that reminded me of the bear in far cry 5 the bear in far cry 5 you know it's like i i i'm, I'm just Everything that I've seen from the game keeps reminding me of everything that they, they've already done. And I know that there are people who are there for that. They love Far Cry and that and this is what they want. I'm just of after Far Cry 3. Um, I don't think I finished four, but then also playing through five. I'm just I, I need some and, and and just dealing with the typical Ubisoft uh uh gameplay loop that is is prevalent in all of their games mm -hmm. i'm just done and right. i do appreciate the, that the protagonist this time seems to have a personality and they got cutscenes. like I, i'm seeing like in the footage i'm showing i've seen i've seen th this uh the female protagonist because I, I think they're doing the same thing we can make choose a male or a female right the female yeah. protagonist i've seen her in this cutscene here uh, this this trailer that uh, overview trailer I'm showing right now I've seen her face more in that trailer than I ever did in Far Cry Five uh, yeah. of the of the of the, the protagonist of Far Cry Five I don't think you ever see his face 
You ever. don't. I don't think you ever see his face. He's so, faceless. Yeah, and he's he's really kind of like a, just a, a a nothing personality, and it's good that they're kind of going back to, to that because the Far Cry Three, the protagonist, what had a personality, right? Uh, but I I just like maybe I will pick this up eventually. Like, just not anytime soon. There's just so many games to play right now. I just can't. Yeah. I, I can't get into uh, something that I'm not actually hyped to play, you know? You'll, you'll catch the sale. Um, shout out to Mike. He says Ubisoft makes distinct, um, distinctly Ubisoft games. Why is it such a bad thing? Lots of developer publishers follow a formula too. look at COD, Square Enix, and the state of JRPGs over the past 10 years. And I always fight. My, even myself, because as much as the formula kind of tires me, it sounds asinine coming from me because I play, you know, and you could probably speak to this yourself because you play Division. Right. You play games inherently that make you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and have no problems with doing it. I think I think it's a little different. I don't know if it's for you, but for me, it being a co-op experience where you can play with other people, mm-hmm. it just, it's like, it's like, yeah, the content is the same, but the experience is different because you're doing it with different people or you're, or just that even if you're doing with the same people, the conversation half the time, you're not even really paying attention to what you're doing. You're just doing it and just having fun with your friends and stuff compared to a game like far cry. You're, you're going into it trying to understand the story but then you're doing the things that kind of make you feel like the story's dragging on because it is a story-based game and there isn't anything to kind of just distract you other than the kind of crazy stuff that happens in the game over the course of the what 15 what 20 to 25 30 hours that you play it so for me i really enjoy the game it just comes down to how much of the game am I going to enjoy all at one mm-hmm. time? I feel like, like perfect example, um, Immortal Phoenix Rising was the best way that they've, I've never seen Ubisoft make a game that didn't kind of feel like it over, it, it was like right on that, t- that, that teeter. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was weighing the scales perfectly. It was like, we're going to give you enough story. We're going to let you stay in certain areas of the game just long enough to make you feel like this was a great experience, but we're moving you on yeah. to the it next It was a good thing. balance. It was a good balance. It, 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 really good balance. it, 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 it veered enough that. away from the, the Ubisoft formula to make it unique. And, I, and, and that, that's what I want to say to Mike, because we actually have a topic about another Ubisoft game that kind of like really gets into, I think, my gripe with Ubisoft uh, of today and a lot of people's gripe with Ubisoft um, with Ghost Recon Frontline, but that, that, that's we'll, we'll get to that later. Mike, and, and my response to Mike when he says, uh, why is this such a bad thing? Lots of develop, developers and publishers follow a formula. Now, I agree with Call of Duty. That definitely follows a formula, and that's why I don't play Call of Duty. That's true. So, <laughs> so I stopped playing it. So, I mean, like, I, I'm not into that, like, where things don't really change. I, I get bored with that. I don't agree with Square Enix. Uh, if you look at Square Enix's games, um, they, they're not all cookie cutter the same, like the same gameplay loop. If you look at, like, take Final Fantasy, for example. 
Final Fantasy VII Remake has drastically different combat than the original game and different combat than Final Fantasy XV, which I thought was abysmal. But, you know, the combat in Final Fantasy XV, as well as the story, the, the structure of the story, completely different than what they were doing before. So I, I don't think that, that that really applies to Square Enix. Um, he said to say that all JRPGs, you could may say that a lot of the stories in JRPGs follow a particular uh, foundation that is the same. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wouldn't say they're all like that. I wouldn't say right. I wouldn't say all of them are like that. My my issue with Ubisoft and and I'll, I'll touch on it lightly because we're going to get into it even deeper later on. But very quickly, I don't like how they've taken IP that were established in other genres and now are trying to play like mix match with putting them into other popular genres. They're essentially, they're, they're chasing trends. And we see it with Ghost Recon Frontline now we've seen it with with with, with uh, Rainbow Six. We're seeing it now with the uh, uh, X Defiant. They're just using the Tom Clancy brand for whatever. Like like this like none none of this stuff is Tom Clancy anymore. It's just like none of this stuff is what you would expect from a Tom Clancy game. People want a Splinter Cell, and because they can't figure out how to make it open world. And 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 their typical like format, we're not getting it. Like it's just like you don't have to make all your games the same. And I know why they do it. It's because they've got Ubisoft probably has the most studios out of any publisher. They've got a lot of studios, and they're all their names are all Ubisoft Singapore, Ubi, whatever the city that the, the the studio resides in. It's Ubisoft that. And then they got, you know, other ones like Red Storm and Massive Entertainment that are bigger studios that do other things under their belt. But when you take Ghost Recon, which was a tactical shooter, where original Ghost Recon back in the day, you would plan the yacht before you even go in. Where everyone would go, what they would do, you would plan it all out and then execute the mission. It was so different than anything else that was any kind of shooting game back then. And I loved it. Rainbow Six was uh, is based off of the books that I used to read that Tom Clancy wrote. And though those were similar to Ghost Recon, whereas Ghost Recon would be in a huge, like, uh, it would be more outside, um, um, infiltrating a, a facility or something like that, or a stronghold. Uh, Rainbow Six was more like hostage recovery situations, uh, going in, executing, t- taking people out. You're you're going into buildings, kind of stuff. But this is where those games were, and now they're completely unrecognizable from from what they used to be. It's the same for Splinter Cell. Not Splinter Cell. It's the same for. Uh, What's the game? Uh, I can't remember it. It's uh, um, that people work whatever. Look, it's the same for every IP they have, and it's just like they're no. Oh, Assassin's Creed. That's it. It's the same for Assassin's Creed, where it used to be stealth combat, and now it's 
it, it went to like almost like a action RPG. And then now I don't know what Assassin's Creed Infinity is. It's it's open world multiplayer whatever. I, no one knows what that is yet, but it's definitely not anywhere near what it, it used to be. And I don't. I would prefer Ubisoft. I'm not saying they shouldn't make games like that. I'm not saying that you they shouldn't say, "Oh, there's Battle Royale's hot now." Let's make let's just do a hyperscape. I'm fine with hyperscape, even though I thought the game sucked. But I'm fine with them coming up with a brand new IP to chase trends. But at least give people what they actually want to see from the IPs that they that they enjoy. And and not just having them all be very, very much the same game with a different skin on it. And 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 that's 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 my problem. I said I was going to be short, and, I, and here I am, long winded, going getting all into it. That, that that's just my feeling on it. Other people can feel differently, and that's fine. But this is why I like I I enjoyed the division because it's a looter shooter. But I recognize that it it does the same exact thing that other games do, you know. So it's it's like I. Right now, and, and oh, the division, right? Where's the division three at? The looter shooter route didn't work. Okay, we're now going to copy scavengers. We're going to copy a popular PC game and have it be. And I've, I've, I don't care now at this point. I'll say it. I've played. I've played the division Heartland. It's unrecognizable from the division. It's not even close. And so, like, who is this for? Because it's clearly not for the division community that wants a division three. So it, it's 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 that kind of stuff that makes me makes me really uh disappointed with Ubisoft because they say they're trying to change and be different, but it's like their change and be different is we're just gonna go copy other things instead of the same format we'll just copy other games now it's just like what are we what are we doing here <sighs> okay all right um let's close up far cry 6 forte uh you see yourself beating this game forte oh yeah sorry um uh, i said right now i see myself beating it it just comes down to is it gonna hold me in hour 15 like it holds me an hour three and four if it holds me that long and I can get through the, because you know, inherently I'm going to hit a part of this game where I'm going to be like, this is getting boring. Right, right. As long as I can get through that part, I'll beat it. Okay. Well, I'm, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I think you drop games far more than, uh, <laughs> well, there's than nothing most coming. People. Well, there's nothing coming out, especially with Battlefield being delayed. So there's nothing for the rest of October. Destiny's pretty dry right now. So. You know, there's nothing coming out for the rest of this month. I mean, Back for Blood, and well, that came out today, but I, I didn't really like the beta that much, so. Yeah. Um, let me go. Uh, let's 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 jump into uh, Metroid Dread. So we got a a Nintendo game coming out that everyone is uh, pretty hyped for. You know, not everyone, not me, but you know, other other people. That's because you don't got a switch. 
Well, yeah, uh, if I had a Switch, I still wouldn't get this game. You know that. I, I don't. I don't care about Nintendo First Party. I just don't. So, but Metroid Dread's coming out. You, are you getting it? Uh yes, special edition. Wow, how much is that? Ninety. <laughs> just I can't. Okay. Go ahead. Well, uh, go uh, smoke it up. $90 for a side-scrolling game that barely looks better than what I would have played on Super Nintendo and, 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 and NES? Really? Really? Listen, man. That game, I'll still... That game, when... um, I will tell you right now, within... Three months of that game coming out, probably right after the new year. If I wanted to sell that game with the collectors, all the stuff that came with it, See, I would get all my money back. What's that? What's that to do with it? Because you know, it's just like the same reason why I tell people like, if you got a Switch and you enjoy your Switch, okay, uh, we want to get the new you, stuff. You're talking about you're resale value. You, you, that's like well, that's, that's why that, you buy that, stuff like that. Well, that, that's, 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 that's because what, you know, of the resale a, value. A scalper probably. feels the same no, way. No, no, scalpers don't feel the same way because if you're actually buying it to play it, like I am doing, I'm actually getting my money's worth out of it. But okay, I, so I'm going to maximize. Is it worth ninety dollars? Is the game worth ninety dollars? I mean, is any game worth ninety? Well, yeah, no, obviously no, it is. That's not yes. the answer. No, yes. it's not. You, you yes, know it is. Not. No, it is. It <laughs> is worth ninety bucks. It's not your question. Well, is any game worth ninety dollars? No, no, no. The packaging looks cool. It comes with a really cool art book inside of it. That I'm, I'm a really, I, I'm a huge fan of Metroid. So it comes down to like once again, some dollar, dollar. It comes down to the eye of the beholder. Money, if it's worth it to you, Returnal wasn't worth seventy dollars to me. This was worth ninety to me. If it wasn't for for me, if if it wasn't an art book, I would put it this way. It was more. Uh, I put it like this. I was only getting the sixty dollar version up until three days ago when I found out that my store, because they only did the uh, pre orders for the the special edition, they only did them online. So I couldn't get one because I wanted one, but I was like, well, I can't get it because it's online only. So I was going to get the $60 version. But then I look at my shipment and they were sending me a bunch of them. I was like, oh, cool. I'm getting this now. And, you know, that's just kind of how it went and stuff. I, I'm I'm kind of like that. Only certain games I'll get the the biggest and best for. I did it for Breath of the Wild. I, I'm going to do it for Metroid. Um, I don't do it for Mario games or anything like that. I mean, I did it. I actually, I didn't do it for a lot of games, but I'll do it for Halo if they actually had one, like a collector's edition outside of just the system and stuff. But you know, I did it for all the Destiny versions that came out. It's just certain games that resonate with you that you'll do it for. I would have did it for the Mass Effect one, but it didn't come with the game, and I refused to buy the game and didn't have to go around and buy the helmet two separately. No, that's that's not a collector's edition to me. That's you just trying to sell me a collectible versus with the game with it. I agree with that. So that was that's the only reason I didn't get that one. But if it's something that I'm interested in and it comes with the game, I'm 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 gonna pick it up. All right, well, you know, look, I I have nothing to say about this because I I I'm not playing one. I was never a big Metroid fan even back when I was a kid. And you I didn't even, like it when she took her helmet off after you beat it, and you realized it was a girl for the well, first I time. I didn't play it to get that far, so I I didn't like it. I my friends told me Metroid that that Samus was a was a girl, and that not, well, not well, me finding out on my own. I was like, really, really? Oh, all right, well, cool. 
<laughs> she's like, I'm, like, cool. I'm, like, I'm not playing it, but it's that's that's cool. That's nice. I was too busy playing RPGs back then. That's just me though, right? So I'm with you. Um, the other it's thing, be, it's gonna be a good day tomorrow, though. Yeah, you're probably gonna be working pretty late, huh? Oh no, I open in the morning. I, I'll be out of there by five o'clock. Uh good, good for you, good for you. Um, with so Switch OLED is goes on sale tomorrow tomorrow yep so okay so what do you think about the switch oled man i i i looked at a bunch of reviews i mean i already Mm -hmm. saw all the the particulars about it anyway right i saw the reviews of what they're saying and and you know a lot of people a lot of the reviews that i watched were very impressed with the screen um and and some of them are even recommending even if you already own a switch that but if you play it primarily in handheld mode you should you might want to pick this one up. Yep. Uh, but I mean, outside of it having a bigger screen and a kickstand that's actually worth it, <laughs> and real, not a toothpick, a real kicks kickstand, and the fact that it actually uh, the 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 cradle has uh, the dock. I mean has. A wired land port which should have been there from the very start like basically it does a lot of common sense stuff that should have been there back in 2017 when it first came out i mean technology has moved forward slow-mo but well, well, well i mean but look th- this isn't even new technology like this is <laughs> this is old tech that should have been there from the very start right I mean, like, do you know that for they 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 did they pushed the uh, firmware update to allow people to use Bluetooth uh, uh, headsets? I do. I do. So what that tells me, it could have been there from the very start. Oh yeah, well, I, mean, I think they said it could have been there from the very start, but they just wanted you to have this convoluted way of See, accessing and, voice and, chat. And that is my issue with Nintendo because it's like it's 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 why are these things missing? Right. Why do you not do these things? Like, in addition to it not having any games that that really resonate with me, so like, I'm definitely not picking this Switch OLED up. How many have you ordered, Forte? Just one. Oh, I didn't pre. I'm picking it up tomorrow, though. Um, The only okay. So, if it wasn't okay, there's a couple of reasons. I don't think the OLED screen was enough by itself to make me pay. The extra money to get it even though and i do play in handheld predominantly so if anybody was it was going to benefit anybody would benefit me but that wasn't enough it just comes down to the fact it just comes down to this being us once again the same thing that i said it's not about you know selling and doing all this other stuff it's just i'm able to trade in my system and get uh what 250 bucks for it and i will and then you're basically getting an oled screen you're getting um I'm getting newer Joey Cons and I'm getting b- This more one's four hundred dollars, right? No, three fifty. Three fifty, three fifty, okay. So my So my, it's it's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars more because of the more you get a bigger better screen and more space inside of it. It's fifty dollars less than a PlayStation four digital. I mean a PlayStation five digital. Yeah. Okay. And your point. My the point Switch is is, is that the Switch, the Switch is a hundred dollars less, and it's overpriced. 
It's not overpriced for what it, it is, sir. We mean it's not overpriced for because what it is. You, this, the on, actual man, original Switch has never gone down in price. It's a four-year-old product. Are we are we really going to compare a native in your house entertainment system like the PlayStation Five? Is is, or, is this where you pretend like it's only is only a handheld? No, it's not. But it has. But it's just like is your can your can your laptop? The, let me every well, every Nintendo Defender does listen. this. Every no, no, no. Nintendo Hold Defender on. does this. Why does, why you do guys use it being How? being a portable device as a crutch to no. to allow Nintendo to screw you guys over. It's anytime, not about you over. anytime you anyone it. makes any kind of comparison to what is actual competitive pricing actual other companies giving you a little something for 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 what they're providing and not just screwing you over with old tech that's completely oh, super outdated terrible. anytime what, what is, anyone what makes any deck? hold on anytime anyone makes any kind of comparison deck? the stream deck does way more how much is it uh the lowest one is $500 right no that's not the lowest one the lowest and one is four? Four, yeah, it's four hundred, which is two, uh, what a hundred dollars more than a switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred dollars more than a switch, and two hundred dollars more than a switch light, and it blows the switch away. And the switch, and the switch, but the thing that switch and the switch light is completely portable. So yeah, two, yeah, it does blow it away because of all the stuff that it can do. But it's still more money. It's just like this, like like the whole thing. Like I was saying, laptops and everything. Why do you pay for the power that you have to be able to? Think? You can hook it up to your. I can take my laptop right now and replace my desktop with it right now. My laptop is almost more powerful than my my computer. It's it's up there, and I can literally just take the HDMI cable out of it and plug it into my laptop. And I have a desktop experience right here on this 34 inch ultra wide monitor, but it also gives me ability to take it on the go. That's why you, that's why those things cost like two to three, like 3000, you know, dollars for like the light specs where I can build it and just have it sit at my house for a fraction of that price. You know, so it, you, people just try to always take what Nintendo's like, dude, it's just a portable, don't try to say it's portable. Dude, you pay for portability. Is it is it is it overpriced though? It's not yes. overpriced. It's not overpriced. It is it's overpriced. Just, it's overpriced for you because you don't like it. No, it's, you o- don't, it's over. You it's, don't appreciate it because you don't use overpriced. it in a matter. You don't use it in a matter where it actually benefits you. You play. I don't even. I, you probably. How many times did you actually sit on your bed or sit on your couch, play with it in your hand versus just playing with it on your TV? How when many I had games do? I really wanted to play on it, I did it often. Okay, and you didn't find that as a benefit. Not as as much as other people apparently. I don't think it, I, I I don't think it's it's worth the price. My system is not like I can count on. I, I won't even count, but I can tell you right now over the last Dude, what year and a half me, to two years. Actually, no. Let me let me break down why it's over. Let me break down why it's overpriced. Okay. Go ahead. And this is even after they they've they've uh they have. Uh, address some of the issues it's been overpriced but this is even after they've addressed some of the issues you don't have Mm -hmm. you don't have an achievement slash trophy system for your games 
You have zero okay. capability to communicate to any of your friends. There's literally no purpose in, in giving people your social security slash your social security number slash switch number, whatever. For what? Okay. So just so you can you can you can cyber stalk them and see what games they're playing? Because that's literally okay. the only benefit to it. Um you 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 can't communicate with them, you can't even send them a message. You have a, a switch online uh system that's twenty dollars that actually took features away from you you actually had a better online system when it was free they actually locked it down gave you less and then charged you twenty dollars per month okay the hardware the hardware is on par that tegra one chip is a nvidia apu it's the first generation NVIDIA APU when NVIDIA was just getting into making a, a CPU and GPU chip that that's all in one in APU. This is the that was they got the first generation. NVIDIA wanted to go a step up and they said, nah, fam, we good. We good with that old crap. That chip is less powerful than a launch PlayStation 4 and a launch Xbox One that came out eight years ago. It's overpriced. It can't even run its own games well. Let's say, let's completely forget 60 frames per second, okay? Let's say 60 frames per second is asking too much, even though the Steam Deck will be doing a bunch of 60 frames per second games. All right. Let's 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 go under this weirdo like assumption that 60 frames per second is 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 should not be a a, a target for Nintendo's platform. Let's say it's just 30. A significant number of the games on Nintendo Switch don't even keep to lock 30 frames per second. I know it. You know it. Everyone who has a Nintendo Switch knows it. So they compromise the performance of this product just to save themselves a couple of bucks on manufacturing just to make sure that at launch in 2017 that the hardware was selling at a profit. They could have gave you better performance and did exactly what Sony and Microsoft do. And they, and that even though they still would have been less powerful, it would have at least allowed their games to run at a lock 30 frames per second. And, at least, and they would have made, been profitable in, in less than a year or two. This is why it's overpriced. It's overpriced because they gave you less. And they continue to give you less than what you get from any other video gaming platform. But do but does Nintendo and focus the price on those never things? comes down? For when it comes, their, but their price, but their price of their games don't come down like that either. And guess what? You can still and that's still. That's why, the, but let me ask you something. But that's goes why back that's to why, them being overpriced. But, no, but that's why I can turn around right now. It says the price doesn't come down. That's why I can turn around right now. And trade in my switch I got from 2018, and only lose fifty dollars in value on it. Well, we got super chat real quick. Well, two, two actually, same from the same person. After his passion with a ten dollars super chat, he said, "I thought price was subjective, slow mo." 
and yes, price is subjective. Uh, um, and then he did the five dollar super chat said meant value. Now to address what passion is saying, price is subjective to a degree. Okay. Oh, not to a degree. Look, no, within reason. For and 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 I I was saying price is subjective when it came to the whole seven dollar games thing. Which that's a ten dollar increase from where games were last generation, like mm-hmm. yes, price is subjective. And in my example, in regards to what I would pay, when when I said that if Square Enix came out with a Chrono Trigger remake, I would pay hundreds of dollars to play that. If they price it at two hundred dollars, guess what I'm doing? I'm paying two hundred dollars to play this Chrono Trigger remake. But that's me. And the way economics works, the higher you price something outside of its reasonable range of what people think is the reasonable cost for that, the less people are willing to spend on it. So me and maybe a couple other thousand people will be all down to spend $200 for a Chrono Trigger remake. But the vast majority of the gaming community is going to be like, Square Enix, you don't lost your damn mind. No. I don't care how how much of a classic it is. I'm not spending two hundred dollars for what, and so value is subjective. But when everyone's seen something, they're like, "Really?" Like the backlash they got when they when they announced the Switch OLED, because people were so set on finally Nintendo giving them something that would perform. Like it, it was a, a device that was actually made in 2021, and for it to come out, and you made no changes to performance. This Switch OLED will have a nicer screen with still trash frame rates. Oh my god! So you're just looking at at at, at the frames drop while you play the game with a nice a nicer pixel, you know, better pixels. Mm. Oh joy, better, 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 darker, darker blacks on the screen instead of that gray that the, the original Switch has. Mm. That 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 was worth the price. It's not. We all know it's not. Let's stop lying to ourselves, people. Okay, I'm done. but yet, but yet there will be a bunch of people at my store lined up outside tomorrow. Yes, they will. They absolutely there will be will. a bunch of people buying, trading in their old systems. Some people probably just, uh, and it's the thing. You, I mean, we can't be, we can't be mad at Nintendo for doing what's good for their business. They, they know it. Like first of all, they made this system. They, first is the first time they ever had all white Joy Cons. People, I know people that oh, literally go big, out and oh, buy. Oh yay. Systems. Oh, white no, Joy Cons. That's no, no. so worth it. So I'm not much. saying, listen, Slomo, I'm not saying that you're not right on that, but I'm just saying they know what they're doing. The first time that they release all white Joy Cons, they put it with a brand new system. They know people, there's a lot of people that just want to get all of the Joy Cons. I, I know some people that collect every color Joy Con, and if they can't get it, um, they separate, need help. They'll either import it from um, Japan, oh, they or they'll buy the help. system that is is associated yeah, with. Yeah, I, I don't know who these people are. They they need. And guess what? They need therapy. Ninety plus is ninety plus billion of therapy. different variations of those type of people. That's help. why. That's why when I said back in twenty eighteen, they if they don't, if they don't, if they don't change the name of the system drastically to the point where they can't just keep stacking the 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 sales on top of it just being a switch, 
that it will become the number one, the most sold platform in gaming console history at some point. As long as they don't change the name to the point where it's Switch U or something like that, and they just keep it as Nintendo Switch, then it's is it's inevitable until they hit that that mark. I think they're over a hundred. They're close to a hundred a hundred thousand now. But it's just the yeah, price near, near that, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo just Nintendo doing Nintendo things, and I just think people want Nintendo to be other platforms. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be. I'm not even saying that you're wrong about the whole achievement system and stuff like that. Because I feel like a lot of people be capping about these Nintendo games they be playing, but there's no way that you can really check it because they don't even check it themselves. <laughs> exactly. So I, I there's, there's I'm no way there's that. no way to check people. Oh, oh, although you can see how many hours someone has played the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, you can you can see that because you they, can it, see it's, that it's tied, but, but, it's tied to all that. But you can't. If someone says I beat I beat uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, there's no way of, of checking. There's no that. way to validate that unless they go into their game and you like see it for yourself and if everything. They, if they they took you know use that trash system within the thing to actually send uh, share a screenshot within the game, that's the only way to really do it. Right. Uh, uh, shout out to Afters Passion for a five dollar super chat. He says, "Good point, slow mo." As the price increases, the value drops from a macro standpoint. I thought I had you, bro. Good comeback. Damn you, lol. Well, <laughs> uh, it, it was it was good. It was a good question. I this special. I actually appreciate you bringing that up because that is something that I've always said that price is subjective. And I, there could be some people that be like, well, you know, slow mo, you're contradicting yourself. But you know, you you can ask the question, and I I I I answered in further context so that people could understand why this is different and 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 it, right in the macroeconomic view of things this is this is how things work and this is how uh and nintendo knows this too you know like how pricing is when when the popularity of an item will raise will allow you to shift what is now considered to be a a good value and what is too expensive and what is we're giving this way too cheaply we don't even have enough stock for everything that we have we need to raise the price up in order to be able to sell to have a good price point where we're selling we're still selling out of every uh unit that we have that we're manufacturing but we're making more per unit so like you want to find that sweet spot where you're selling it at a price that is reasonable, that what people feel is reasonable, you're making the most money off of each available unit. But then you don't want to go too far where people are take are saying, that's too much for me. And now I'm not spending on that. This is why we see things happening in the GPU market and in, 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 uh, in the PC market where when the first cryptocurrency uh, uh boom happened and it crashed the uh the pc gaming market in regards to pricing of things and they saw that when that when there was less available stock and the prices went up people were still buying right so we just doubled the price of, this, uh, of the high highest end gpu of this generation and it's still selling out so what did Nvidia do at the very next for their very next generation? They priced it all higher. Yeah. Because they knew 
you would buy it. And it's not hurting them because they not they don't have they didn't have GPUs sitting on the shelves collecting dust at a price that wasn't that wasn't a correct price. How you price yourself out of a market is what Sony did with PlayStation 3. But that at launch at six hundred dollars. That right. was too much money. Yeah. That did not equal good value to the to your de- target demographic. They had to come off that price. Xbox One, $500 for a weaker system to the PlayStation 4 bundled with uh, a, uh, um, uh, a, a camera that nobody wanted. Yeah. And you had no choice to buy it without it. When did they actually start selling systems again? When they took the bundle out. And, it, and, and that's... And they made it cheaper too, wasn't it? Was it a hundred dollars cheaper? Yeah. 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 Made it a hundred dollars. Yeah, they made it a hundred dollars cheaper. Hundred dollars yeah. cheaper, no connect. It started selling a little bit more. I mean, damage was done, but still, you know, it, it started well, selling. At that point, yeah. Yeah, but it, but that's the way that's the way this stuff works, man. Like it's 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 the way business works, and and Nintendo's Nintendo's curve of What's good value? What's what's price is too low? Price is too high? That that thing is way higher than where where Sony and and Microsoft is. Even though they price their product more expensive, well, they should because it's 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 multiple times more powerful and expensive to create. So, yeah, we got super 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 off topic. Let's. No, that wasn't off topic. That that's what I hey when we were talking about, it and I was like, "Yo, we should talk about the Nintendo stuff." And you was like, "Man, we gonna spend like five minutes on that." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you were right. You were right. Uh, um, but no, look, I mean, just just to sum things up, I'm not getting Metroid Dread or Switch OLED. You're getting both of them, right? Uh, yeah, I'm getting both. There we are. They they think that the. The perceived value has not changed, and Nintendo is still making bank. And so, uh, all of those hoping for a Switch 4K at some point, this just makes it. They yeah. gonna come. They gonna come with it sooner or later. Uh, much you later spend, than you sooner. You might. Spend, you, <laughs> might spend, you might buy four more Switches along the way before you get to it, but you go come out with it. Yeah, but uh, not, uh, next up is. Uh, Back, to, you know, I probably should have switched these so that we could have gone into this as we kind of transitioned oh, off of Far Cry Six. Yeah, but this—it's <laughs> so stupid. This, this is what I was talking about earlier with Ubisoft. This is my issue with Ubisoft, man. Nobody wants this. This is yet another game that they are announcing this year that is a guaranteed fail. The other one was X Defiant. Nobody asked for that. That is not what people wanted. And X Defiant, as a as a division fan, as a big division fan, they got division assets all over the place. Mm-hmm. This is what Ubisoft does, and the reason why they reuse so many assets, they use the same game design over and over and over again because they got all these different teams all over the world. 
and I, I'll just choose one: Ubisoft Singapore. Okay, I'm I'm just going to just name this. This I I don't know for a fact that they work on all the games I'm going to say they're working on, but it wouldn't surprise me because literally all of their studios, all these little ones, are support studios for the bigger ones like Red Storm and Massive Entertainment. And then yeah. some of their other studios, like the the one that's making X Defiant, is like Ubisoft LA or something like that. I think that's their name. So a lot of their studios are support studios working on multiple games at once. A great example of this is Assassin's Creed Origins having some of the same assets and buildings and stuff like that that were present in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Right. The same thing was present with Ghost Recon Wildlands and Ghost Recon Breakpoint. A lot of the same assets reused in a different game that was actually being developed concurrently at the same time because those games came out like a year after one another. They don't have they they drop they you were they used to they used to drop on average four games a year. Now how do you drop four AAA games a year? You get a lot of teams working for you, and if those teams don't have the ability to do completely unique games for all four of your annual games every year, you have to reuse assets. X right. Defiant has trucks and i knew they were the same trucks because they had the same lettering on them um the 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 sarah uh which is like a fictional uh a fictional version of fema uh, in the united states which is uh fema is a is a government organization that helps in disasters uh sarah is uh is a fictional version of that that were trying to stop the outbreak in the division one in new york when i saw a truck with sarah on it in the trailer for x defiant i said this is the same stuff same then i saw the guns literally the same gun models from the division i was i was looking at the trailer and if any of you guys were there for the live stream where i watched it i'm calling out the weapons that i can just you know because i played the game so much i just knew what those weapons were i'm looking at ghost recon frontland right now you know mm-hmm. what's really reminding me of breakpoint i'm seeing a lot of the same like environment it, oh yeah it looks just like Breakpoint. <laughs> so it, it, this is meanwhile this is not what anyone wants from ghost recon <laughs> This is not what we want. Now, now, now that's it. Look, I actually enjoy Wildlands. I thought Wildlands was fun. And I, I've heard Breakpoint, even though initially it wasn't what people asked for, they they, 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 they got it fixed. But still, it's a far cry, and pun intended there, it's a far cry from what people actually wanted from Ghost Recon. This is, if you... Forsey, have you seen the like-dislike ratio on this video? Oh, 23%. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's got... Yeah. When I looked at this video so I could like I could record it for the podcast, it had 11,000 dislikes for like 3,000 likes. Oh, that's crazy. You, you want to know the last time I saw something? Oh, I, I've seen that twice this year. 
when the GTA Six uh, Five trailer. Oh yeah, they bombed the they, hell. They they bombed that, the man. hell out of that for that game looking basically just like the 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 Xbox Three Sixty and PS uh, PlayStation Three version, just with probably like sixty frames per second. It's such a cash grab. But also the X Defiant trailer had a negative like to dislike ratio as well. Mm-hmm. Like people don't want this. And when this game comes out, it's going to bomb. Like people are just tired of Ubisoft dicking them around. I think. What, what, what do you think, man? I don't want to see anything it, like when it comes to anything inside of the Tom Clancy universe. I really don't, especially this. I don't care about anything in there unless they bring Splinter Cell back. <laughs> so it's like everything else is like superficial at this point. I'm a huge Ghost Recon. Like, let, and, and people may not know this, but my love of FPS came. It, it, you would think Halo was what did it. Halo is what brung me into like the sci fi galaxy of um, more of like playing with friends, you know, co-op style and everything. Mm. But Ghost Recon, Grawl, the original from Xbox, uh, original Xbox is where I absolutely got my love of FPS from. Like, you know, clan, I used to do like clan battles and clan wars and stuff like that in that game. Um, that was the first game I went super competitive in and played in tournaments and stuff. And it's just, you know, it's just not it's not the same. It hasn't been the same since then. They they changed the formula up a lot. They went third person when they started doing the whole advanced four fighter stuff um, during 360, which let's be for real. Advanced Warfighter was actually pretty cool. Really fun. I really enjoyed those games a lot. Yeah. But that was like the beginning of them changing the formula completely up to go into this over the shoulder third person action um um third person game and now you know they wanted to do the whole squad up so you could play with people in parties and stuff you know a la like destiny and stuff like that but bring it to like fictitious islands and stuff and uh, they, they were cool i think wildlands was really really fun and i know a lot of people that really really enjoyed it breakpoint has some issues but the game in general was you know it, it, it was it was good enough and serviceable enough to be what it is but for them to go even further in that direction and take all of the the single player narrative out of the game pretty much and go to a battle royale it's like you you had all of these other ips that you tried in what was it hyperscape you tried to do it with stuff like that but you see that people aren't gravitating to the ones that you make that are meant to be battle royales. Now you're saying we're just going to take one of the beloved IPs and instead of innovating on a property that we were doing when it came to Breakpoint into Wildlands, we're just going to take that that whole that whole engine and that whole system of the way that the game plays, and we're just going to say now we're going to add another 96 people to the map and have yeah. fun. Right, and and that's what I don't like about it because it's like it's kind of like they're punning to say we're gonna sacrifice the single player experience that you were getting in these games, you know, like it or not like it, 
but we're going to do this in the name of we know people know who Ghost Recon is. So when they hear Ghost Recon and they hear that it's a battle royale, it's going to mean something to them. And guess what? It it may initially because people like it's Ghost Recon, people are going to try it out. But it's just see at, at and who knows when it comes out it could be great. But right now where I'm sitting at, it just looks like they're taking and grasping at straws because everything else that they try to create in that market fails. Yeah. And I, it I, just I, seems like this game might go in the same direction. And if it does, it's super unfortunate because a lot of people love Ghost Recon for what it is. Yeah, I, I did want to touch on something that uh uh um um Kratovsky in the chat said about uh reusing the same assets and um and and look yeah a lot of games do that actually most games reuse games assets especially if you're doing a sequel to another game the 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 issue I think that's different with this and I'll I'll, I'll use uh God of War as an example because people were talking about the animation of Kratos getting in the boat is the same is the same animation um uh from the original God of War 2018 the difference is that that's a straight up sequel whereas uh, ghost recon wildlands and breakpoint were being developed at the same time they were being developed concurrently and so you're already reusing the assets for a game that literally came out like i think a year and a half after the previous game um and i think the difference with god of war is that it was done so well what's the purpose of changing it? Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I think there's a lot of things that was broken in Ubisoft's game design that it deserves to be fixed or it deserves to be made different or, or, or changed, you know? And so, especially when, when like, Breakpoint's supposed to take place, you know, like, the way, the way it is. And it's just, I... I it's it's different than than strictly just reusing the same assets because everyone does it everyone has to do it. it it just makes game development less difficult as is but when you're taking a brand new ip like x defiant and then you all of it is basically reuse assets from other games like watchdogs and the division and 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 uh and Ghost Recon and, and and Rainbow Six and put all into one game. What is that? It doesn't have a personality to me at this point. And so that's 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 what my my issues are with with this and the way that like I I'm not playing Ghost Recon front front land. I'm just not. It just reminds me of that bad game that was on Xbox 360 that was called Frontline. That sounds familiar. Well, remember it was the um, oh man, I got frontline. What was it? Frontline, frontline game. Can't remember. Frontline it's cool. Something. It's cool. We don't have to worry about it. I mean, we could we could move on. Man, we could move on to uh, um, something that I think we both want to going to be really excited to talk about, and that is uh, that is uh, Halo. Whoops, let me let me switch this back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got talk too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, get into this Halo stuff. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to have to resize this. Whoops, let me get this in. Uh, yeah. Why? I don't know why this is like that. Hold up, let me. Ooh, I'll fix look it. Look at that. 
Look at those. Look at the, the little uh, legs cut off at the bottom. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me let me give me a second. Um, um, go ahead. Uh, go ahead with Frontline real quick. Well, uh, matter of fact, no. Go ahead and talk about Halo, and and we can get into it. I'll, I'll fix the uh, the, uh, the yeah game yeah party. Halo 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 man Halo was fun, really fun. Um, I really really enjoy the uh, especially the big team like I. Arena, Arena was cool. I really like Arena. I think I'm just ready to just jump into Arena because you know that's what you predominantly play the most when it comes to Halo. But I was really interested in BTB because the one thing you, especially with more players on a map, um, it is everything I thought it was going to be. Pretty chaotic. Um, people not reading their radar and um, complaining about TTK and stuff like that. But um, for the most part, the um, the game moved really, really well. I didn't have any performance issues. I know some people were having some type of hiccups and stuff like that. Um, I was having a couple on the first day when it comes to like geometry stutters and stuff like that um, mm -hmm. on the Xbox. I had it on PC too, and that kind of got cleared up after the first day of it. It was still kind of prevalent a little bit after the fact, but to the point where it wasn't really noticeable, like I'll say going into Saturday that day. And I mean, 343 got something on their hands here. You know, we, we give them crap all the time about just the direction that Halo has been going on um, for a long time now. And I just think that sometimes it's warranted, but sometimes we just got to like celebrate them and say, yeah, yo, you got something on your hands here, and is and I think it just comes down to what the new maps are going to play like. I really, really enjoyed the the big team battle map that they. I forget the name of it, but I really enjoyed that uh, map. Yeah, I forgot the name too, but it, it, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but it it was it was fun. It was Halo, and that's the thing that it it, it is. It's just Halo. It's. You know, the, I felt like the man cannons were in the perfect spots. I felt like weapon and power ups were in the perfect spots. I felt like um, communication is always key when it comes to playing BTB. If you're, uh, especially if you're trying to take it really serious, mm -hmm. there were some really, really cool moments in there with the skier. I see you're running around with one trying to impale this uh, <laughs> what you actually just did. Yeah, so. Bro, like I love, I love hitting vehicles with the skewer with the skewer it's, it's Ooh, crazy it, it, it's, it's very impactful when you do you just it. see that whole thing just explode and and just 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 like bodies and and vehicle parts flying everywhere it's yep. like it, I, I, it's awesome man my, my yeah, bad go ahead go ahead go ahead no no it's good it's like you really can't say anything bad about this game like I said, I, I was I was saying some stuff on Twitter, um, you know, slow-mo was, you know, going back and forth with me about just the style of the game and how it's going to land on people long term, depending on the type of games they like to play. And that's more of a me thing because I just like faster type gameplay and stuff like that. But the more and more I played it over the weekend, the more and more I just fell in love with just the simplicity of what Halo is. And I think we kind of need that. We need we need games that don't try to do a hundred different things um, to try to, you know, make itself stand out. Sometimes all you gotta do is have a gun, a pistol, a couple of power-ups and just your wits to be able to experience the game. And that's what Halo does. It does it better than I feel like any other type of arena game does in this type of genre. I think the weapons all pretty much feel balanced. I think 
I, I remember I heard you yesterday. You were talking about the pistol. I think the pistol, it depends on the map. It's hit or miss, like for the most part. I don't think it needs a buff. Like, I like think that thing is. I, I see what you mean. Like for this map, the pistol isn't the best because with it, because of it, how the size of the map. Yeah, like for the size of the map. Yeah, like like if if someone's across it. the map, like you're not going to use the pistol to do anything. It's just not right. It's it, your 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 pistol is worthless. So it's yeah. worthless unless you inside buildings with people all the time. That's the only time it, it really functions there. But no, I I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I enjoyed it, and I dang, there's another one. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> love I just, the saw, I just saw you just, I saw that Lee just led the, and the thing about people don't understand how fast that, because the skewer <laughs> it's projectile based, yeah. so you gotta lead people. But that thing I, I surprised like you how fast I it I feel flies. like it's a weapon exclusively. I mean, this may be early on, you know, we've only the game, the full game's not out yet, but I feel like it's a weapon that is exclusively used to dis to destroy vehicles destroy vehicles because yeah. hitting it like i remember playing in the first flight and i was like man i'm having a hard time hitting even the bots with it like i was having oh, oh this is the part i you, you're about to see the part where i jumped in the back of a warhog with the other the guy that the driving is in the other team and then i didn't realize it and then he tried to run me off the cliff and i killed him it was it was actually hilarious i had <laughs> I made a oh, clip yeah. of that and put it on Twitter because it was so funny. Um, but no, uh, I I I see. I find this the schooler's usefulness so much more with uh, taking out vehicles, which you know I thought was important because I heard a lot of feedback from people saying that they thought the vehicles were OP and that it was too difficult to take people out in vehicles. Which, as you saw, I didn't have a problem taking people out in vehicles. So no, yeah, it's all about just being. It's about setting yourself up to be able to do it. Yeah, this is this is. Hey, you're working right here. You make sure you pick the right gameplay. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was someone gonna never show y'all a bad game. Y'all just let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right, man. Never gonna be a bad game, even though. Love, even it, knowing, catch even a live stream. If, if, even, if you yeah. see me playing it live, you'll see a bad game. But even, on, even on the, in his video, you, he was very self-deprecating. Would say, you know, I had a lot of games where I was like destroying people with a lot of plus KDs, and there was a lot of. KDs where I was sub negative. <laughs> Man, hey, look, it's it's the way it is. It's the, that's why I enjoy Halo because it's like it's uh, it it's. It's sweaty, man. It's it's it's, 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 super, it's, it's super sweaty. sweaty. It's so sweaty, bro. Look, it's, look, it's I fun, I could though. play Rogue Company and Splitgate, and I I won't have a I won't pop a sweat in an entire play session. I'll play like ten matches and just dominate everybody for ten matches, and then I get into Halo, and I, I'll have a a great match, and then I'll have a match that I I, I wish. I wish never existed. <laughs> I just wished, like, man, what, what what happened there? Like, what happened to me? And and that's uh, you know, like I'm, I think I'm a decent Halo player. I'm not, I'm not like the the best Halo player. I'm not Leviathan gamer out here. Shout out to Leviathan, right? But uh, you know, I think I, I think I do a decent job. I have fun. You know, it's 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 never like you know down all the time, but it's never up all the time either. You know, so. It is what it is, but no. Um, um, go, go ahead, go ahead and finish, man. No, yeah, I mean, Ooh, I was like, he, real I quick, he tried to catch you with a scare, but okay. No, no, yeah. no, no. There's a there's a there's a bug there. I just saw it. Like I I died from um 
the uh, Warhog because like there's a bug with reloading. So you reload, but then you try to shoot your weapon and it reloads again. Reload, it double reloaded you. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, and it was just like I already reloaded. I had the school already. I should have been able to, to blow him up, but I had to reload again, and that's when he took me out. And I was just like, "What the heck?" I already did the reload, so it's just weird like that. But uh, I keep I keep interrupting you. My bad. Go ahead. No, man. no, no, no. I, I, I. Th- yeah, that's. See that's pistol range right there. Put that pistol to work. But um, yeah, the game the game is fun and um, the experience is fun. And uh, I think the more and more people you get to play with is the better. Uh, but like I said, BTB was really really fun, and mm-hmm. um, I was I was happy. And I hope they do another one. I don't think they are. I hope they do another one. And, and it might be too soon. They just need to stop doing these these what one to five and eight to twelve. Just leave it open. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're like with the first flight, people were like, "Well, why was it I was able to just keep playing all the the matches the in in matchmaking in the first flight for whenever I felt like doing it, but I couldn't do it in the second one." And it's because the first flight was just you against bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah you had here. three other people with you, but that's far less like having to, you know, far manage less load on the system. Right, yeah, having that server having to manage four people is different than having it to have to manage like potentially potentially uh um what is big team battle 24 uh, uh yeah 12v12 yeah yeah t- uh yeah 12v12 or 4v4 so that's less people and so th- that's why they had to make sure it was in certain sessions and and, and that ha- that's that's typical for a lot of flights or betas because they want to kind of stress the servers they they allowed you to play the game in training mode and stuff like that when it was outside the matchmaking sessions which i think is a good idea to take advantage of but like it's during those time periods they really wanted to be able for people to be able to to well at least for them to be able to know what they need to do with their servers to adjust stress the servers out so that it's 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 they hopefully at launch the game's not messed up at launch people are trying to get into the game they can't get into the game you know like that's that's what they're 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 more concerned about more than anything um go, go, go ahead and finish up man no 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 that's all i had uh i i'm really interested to know because you put a lot more time in. i only got a chance to i did i played a little i played a little bit on friday and uh then i played a lot on saturday then i didn't play so much on sunday and then when i looked up on sunday i forgot that it ended at 12 p- um a.m so i didn't really get since i didn't even, I only play like one or two matches sunday night I know you were in there a heck of a lot, and you did um you did every platform, didn't you? Did it on your X? Not the X. You did it on the S, and you did it on PC, yeah, right? The gameplay you're seeing now is on the Xbox Series S, actually. And I, I'm, I'm gonna pull up the the gameplay for that. The actually PC. looks really good. Um, the, on PC, you're gonna see uh, a small fraction of the issues that I was dealing with, um, and the reason why I didn't get a chance to play it as often as I wanted to play it. Uh, because I didn't start uh, switching over to playing it on my Series S until like the last day, 
And then I didn't also find uh, oh, some settings. Uh, shout out to Oh No, it's Alex, um, who uh, told me what to do to kind of like help deal with the freezing and the the, dro- the dropping of the frame rate. Um, that was so bad, made it unplayable for me on PC for the vast majority of the time. But right. um, so like this gameplay is before then. This is like one of my very few matches where I was able to actually play it. And, and the the hitching and the stuttering and the the freezing was at a minimal uh, a minimal um, amount. So it's but it looks it looks beautiful on PC. Like uh, it, it looked it looked good on the Series S. I don't I don't know how many people realized that was Series S gameplay. But uh, I just it, until you said it, I was like, yeah, this looks really good for S. Yeah, it it I think it's fourteen forty p sixty fr- sixty frames per second. So, which is like the max you'll ever see a game on the Series S. Well, that's what I always told people that that should be the standard for the generation. 60 frames, 1440p, even for the X, even it should never drop below that, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what. Yeah. Um, My, my, my thoughts on it is that this is probably three, four, three's best multiplayer yet. This is their best gunplay yet, I think. It's uh the game plays really well. It's it's not as fast as other first person shooters, but it is quicker than like old school Halo. Um the game the game is I think it's got a good balance with the weapons. It's got a good balance with uh with the vehicles. The I, I wanna see more modes. Um, and I, I do w- wish they would uh, do one more. I agree with you about doing one more flight. So there are more modes to the play um, and kind of like test out maybe some more big team battle maps or some other maps in general. Um, I would love to see that. Uh, I doubt it, though. We're we're almost uh, we're, we're one week into October it's less than two months out of it being of it launching or maybe just straight right on two months from being launching. Um, I don't think we're going to get another flight before then. I, I, guess, I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think it's all, all done. Um, that's unfortunate. I, hopefully we'll at least get to see campaign, something of campaign. Um, I think maybe we'll, we'll see some, see something from campaign, uh, in November. Maybe for like the anniversary, a Halo. Who knows? But uh, the the maps are good. Uh, I with the big team battle map that they had us play. It's your 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 typical Halo map where it's, it's very very uh, um, it's symmetrical in the sense that both sides of the map where both teams are are allowed to uh, um, to start out with both have the same number of choke points, the same number of, of spots to pee for people to camp. And, and it, I'll, I'll probably show that in a second. Um, um, some of that, that map, but cause I, I do have some of that from the series S we, did you see, well, you'll, you'll see in a second where like, uh, the freeze happened. And then like, I just like, didn't know where I was for a second. Then I got killed. It's just, this stuff's annoying, but I'm hoping none of those issues are present when this game launches on PC at launch because that would be really unfortunate because I think they have a great opportunity here with Call of Duty looking to have a down year. A lot of Call of Duty fans are disappointed with them going back to World War II 
um, right. having those old timey weapons. There ain't nobody trying to shoot muskets, you know, <laughs> and 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 uh, just like Activision not really listening to their Call of Duty community, and then then also having battle battlefield 2042 which we're gonna get into a little bit later is going to be some competition but i think you have very different uh styles of 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 a shooter with this game and with that game and i think this is going to resonate with a lot of people and there's gonna be some people that will be like nah fam that time to kill not for me and i think that's maybe maybe we can go ahead and get into that the time to kill argument that that has come up in a lot of uh, questions with people in regards to uh, Halo. And I think that's because there's a lot of very new Halo players out here. That there are people who, who when Halo was popular, they they were too young to play it. Or maybe they just weren't into shooters at all. Or maybe they were into other stuff. And now that, you know, Halo Infinite is out and is getting all this popularity and like I'm seeing people like Benji Sales saying that Halo Infinite's popularity because he tracks stuff like that, um, saying that his popularity has skyrocketed since the flight started. And oh, yeah. And it, it makes you wonder, like, why how so many people never play Halo before. <laughs> but. You know, here we are, and people are shocked that it doesn't play like Call of Duty, which which I, I think is is shouldn't be a shock at all. But uh, what, what do you think about the whole issue with Time to Kill, man? Uh, time to Kill is um, whew. I don't think it's a it's not it's not a big problem. I think if you're complaining about time to kill, you need to pay more attention to the stuff that's going on in the game around you. If you if you practice on your aim and get your aim good, and you'll realize even in every Halo has had shields in it, even the first yep. one. Mm-hmm. And if you remember the hand cannon, the 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 pistol was a three shot kill to the head. Right. If you get shield if you land headshots, it doesn't matter if they have a shield. It's it's about yeah. aiming. It's all about aiming. If if you if every every Spartan has two hundred health, unless they got a unless they got the over over shield, which takes it up another hundred to three hundred health. But outside of that, headshots rule the day. Yeah. DMR and and everything from the DMR in Halo Five to the 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 BR in Halo Infinite. No. If you and, and you know what, if, if you in the head, if, it's if, over. if you don't want to deal with all that and you want to look, play Team SWAT. Play, oh yeah, SWAT, play number no, Team no SWAT. Any any headshot is an instant kill. Any weapon, yeah, we, yeah, right. So like, just Team SWAT, play, just run that. Yep, exclusively yep. and you'll be good um i w- one thing and i and i keep seeing in the gameplay this is like I, I i'm telling you this is like one of maybe two matches i had on pc that actually wasn't as bad as the other ones what's happening and, and, and you guys probably can't see it in, in the top right corner i have my frame rate counter on like my typical frame rate counters like M- msi afterburner um don't work in halo infinite right now or my other fps counter that i was using for battlefield wasn't working so i kind of didn't have a, a a choice when it came to to what my options were there is an in-game fr- um, frame rate counter that the game has on pc and so i turned that on and i see my frame rate averaging 
130 to 140 frames per second and then it drops immediately it drops to like 60. you know drop to 60 and when <laughs> that that's where the freezing in the 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 almost like a skip where i'm like not in the same place i was before the drop happened and people i'm shooting at or in a completely different location or a different, you know, they disappeared on me. And it's just like, yo, what the hell's going on? Like that, that's what's, what's been happening. And they, they, they got to further optimize the game. Cause I, I have a RTX 3070 and there are people out here who have the vast majority of PC gamers have cards that are way less capable than mine. And if that is the case, that means that a lot of other people are going to be having a really hard time if they don't fix these issues before the game comes out. Okay, my bad. Uh, um, go, go ahead and continue about the the time to kill stuff, man. No, no, you're good. I I, I also like how you should have killed the people in that Warhog and you didn't. That Warhog flipped like five times. Dude, yo, I mean, what? <laughs> you threw like two grenades at that thing. What am I supposed to do? Like, I yo, I I I, I was so mad that part. I was like, bro, like the the I it I hit him with one grenade while he was still in the air. I hit him with another grenade. It flipped again in the air, comes back down. He's still shooting me. Like, how are you still alive? Like, make it make yeah. sense. It didn't make sense. It was, it was it was really impressive. I was like, oh, he, oh, he about to get a, a double kill off the off the warhog. And I was like, oh no. It's <laughs> just like it just flipping. It's just it flipping just in the air. Down. He's still shooting me. I'm like, what? Like, no. but, but was, if, if if I grazed him with the skewer, that thing would have exploded in five million pieces. It's just right. crazy. No, but I think uh, TTK is always going to be a, a talking point for newer people because it's something that they truly don't understand. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's it's just knowledge. You know, most it takes like when a person wants to fit, find out and be better at the game, that's when they kind of jump into the whole um Man, um, the manure of actually say, oh, okay, if I um, pay attention the to the manure race, or the minutia. Did I say manure? You said manure. What? There's the word. There's the word for today. Yeah, minutia. Yes, the minutia of the, if they want to jump into minutia of what it takes to actually be better at the game, they'll realize that TTK is kind of tied to a bunch of things. Like if you get the drop on people, it feels like people go down a lot faster because you're you're basically shooting them without any um any any type of um recourse and i'm coming back after you with stuff like that so i think some people just need to just pay more attention and ttk will never become a problem for them now there are games where the ttk is really really fast or really really long um halo i always felt like that's like literally all the other first person shooters outside of halo yeah yeah it all depends like um I mean, you even sometimes I think Destiny's TTK is really, really like they got some stuff in there that's like point six seven TTK and stuff like that. Where Halo, I think, is always going to be sitting around at like point eight or point nine. It's almost a second depending on the weapon you're using and stuff. So it's just all about just being good and better at the thing. Now, when it comes to Halo, just play the game to enjoy it. And then if you want to take it serious, there's going to be a bunch of game modes out there to take it serious in. But uh, I see you running around with a hand cannon and or a pistol. And you're, it doesn't seem like your TTK is too slow. I mean, I think it's perfect for the type of fights you're getting yourself in and the engagements you're getting in. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's using it in the right situations. Uh, exactly. Certainly. Yeah. 
um i i did i did want to do like because like i did a video earlier this week talking about this as well and i did also want to acknowledge that like it's not it's I'm, we're not saying that you shouldn't complain about time to kill like i i don't want that to be the impression yeah. that people get what what we're saying is that um what we're saying is that it, it's okay if you know games are different and i think that all first person shooters should be different because what you don't want is what you don't want is um getting used to it yeah no, no no what you don't want is all first person shooters feeling the same playing the same right nobody wants that so it's okay when they're different and i think that there's some people who like got really good at one kind of shooter and so they dominate in that. And so when now when they start to play other things and that it takes patience and time to learn another kind of game. And they don't, they don't, they just don't have that in them. They just don't have the patience to do that. They just want to play this game the way they play Call of Duty. They just want to play this game the way they play Splitgate or, right. or Rainbow Six Siege, whatever, right? They just want to play it that way. And it's like, that's just not, unfortunately, that's just not how, how, how this is this is going to work doesn't mean that halo sucks it doesn't mean that the games that you play suck what it just means that this is a different shooter and that's good because we want variety we don't want every game to be exactly the same no one should want that so when think certain people have preferences that may lean more towards halo than call of duty that's me uh Kayasante was in the chat um uh earlier yesterday when i was streaming battlefield and ksante was like you know he's watching my gameplay and he's like yo the, all this does is really make me want to play halo infinite more and I've, I've heard so many people say that um after playing battlefield and and again there's nothing wrong with that it's just that they their preferences is more of what halo does so. yeah uh, you can't I think the thing, the biggest thing that I know is about tick rate becoming a big conversation is mostly due to the fact that battle royale has become such a uh, enormity inside of the player um, in people's playing experiences. People kind of forget that battle royale scales up your health a lot in those games. Like your your time to kill in a battle royale is pretty long. It's like almost probably two to three seconds unless you're hitting somebody in the head with a, a sniper rifle and they're going down right then and there. But if you notice when you're shooting somebody, even in Fortnite, PUBG, um, Call of Duty, um, the time to kill is astronomically through the roof in that game, how much longer it takes you to take somebody down. And a lot of people play games like that. So when they go to a game like Halo, where it seems like it's a little bit faster, or that's why you have people that play... Um, They'll play Warzone, but they won't play regular Call of Duty. They won't play regular multiplayer because it's so frantic and you turn a corner and you feel like you it's not that you you don't it's not that you don't have a chance, but mm. your reflexes have been so catered to the fact that I can still get around this corner, take a little bit more damage, and I can, you know, heal myself back up before I get back into that engagement and stuff, versus in a game like Halo or a game like Call of Duty um proper. Uh, if, if if you don't turn around and take care of that engagement right then and there, you probably won't make it to where you're going to. Right, right. And yeah, yeah. You, 
yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, uh, I, how much time do we have? It's already two hours. I mean, let's. I, I guess we can speed this up. Uh, what do you? What you got uh, something to do? No, I'm just like I'm trying to. I'm trying to be trying a to be good re- host. Trying to be respectful to these people. I, we be I, respectful yeah. to the people's time. That's all. I'm oh yeah, to yeah, yeah. You, you good? I, I love you. Just want to make sure that you ain't trying to. <laughs> You know, he said we could speed this up. No, man, it's gonna take as long as it takes. <laughs> Whatever. Look, your final thoughts on on Halo Infinite, and oh, uh, I guess two things. Your final thoughts on Halo Infinite, and 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 what do you when do you think we'll finally see the campaign? Uh, well, first of all, strictly gaming. Shout out to you, brother. Uh, thanks for coming through. Um, you said my final thoughts on it, and what was the other one? Uh, your final thoughts on Halo Infinite, and then um, the 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 flight, and then when do you think we'll we'll see some campaign? Do we, will we see the campaign before <laughs> the game launches? Is is the, the the next time we see the campaign is when we booting the game up when it <laughs> launches? We'll see. Okay, so we'll we'll see. The, I think we'll see. The, I do think we'll see campaign on the anniversary day of November fifteenth. I think we'll. I okay. think I think that's the day we'll see. I agree with that. If we don't see it that day, you won't see it to the day the game boots up. <laughs> That's just literally what's going to happen. So I do think the anniversary date, they're going to do a lot of celebration stuff. They're going to finally show campaign there. And um, I think that's when we're going to get that. Uh, final thoughts on just the um, flight in general. Uh, pretty amazing and happy, you know, very little issues um overall you know that were game breaking or anything like that mm-hmm. and i'm just and i'm at a point now where i do want to get more flights but i'm more happy with just you know waiting for the game to come out at this point and just playing it because i'm i'm kind of like some is i'm not really a huge heavy beta type person because i i just want to get in there and just experience the game because none of the stuff we're doing is going to carry over you know I want all my stuff to start counting. So I will I play another flight? Absolutely. If they don't do one, I wouldn't be mad because I just I'm just ready to play the game at this point. I feel you. All right. So there was another um way for us to uh play something a little early, and that was uh another game that you're pretty hyped for, Battlefield 20. Shout out to Game Pass. 42. Oh yeah, shout out to Game Pass, because that shout was Game uh, Pass. That was uh, a method for people to uh, to be able to play it. Um, um, if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get EA Play with that, which means you had access to play the beta uh, right off the bat. Which a lot mm-hmm. that was a lot a way a lot of people were able to play it. Also, I think PlayStation was doing a sale for for uh, uh, EA Play on PlayStation for like a dollar or something like, like that. A dollar deal. Yes, yeah, so you can just put the dollar down, play the beta. And then if you don't really care to keep up with it, just cancel afterwards, right? So a lot of people are in the beta. Uh, uh, what were your thoughts on it, man? Um, Listen, <laughs> I love Battlefield. First of all, let's talk about these. Um, I haven't really played that much on PC, uh, but I, did, I, I really haven't seen that many issues on PC. More just performance stuff with just trying to get it set up with um, working with your particular graphics card and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's the only kind of thing I've seen. Uh, but console-wise, there's flickering all over the place. There's server queue issues. It's all types of problems. Now, there's and not it, that many server queue issues on PC, but the flickering, no. the graphical like like mess-ups, mess yeah, all that stuff is there on, on PC. Yeah, like, 
like you literally look like I'm looking at the side of a, a building that's like, hey, is that is that is there like a lightning storm? Oh, no, that building's just flickery because the graphics are just going in and out. So <laughs> it's pretty crazy. But guess what, though, slow-mo? Even with all that being said, it does not impact the performance, not the performance, the experience of the gunplay. Mm-hmm. When you are running across that field and you see all this stuff happening, it like, yo, it was a couple of times I'm like running through a building and all of a sudden, oh, I, I see um, the... The, sh- the rocket taking off. There's a tornado going off somewhere else. There's lightning storms places. I'm like, yo, this is battlefield. This is crazy. And then you've got two or three people running in a group that mow you over. And you remember that, oh, Mapo's been paying attention to what I was doing and not telling the things that's happening in the game. But no, I am thoroughly enjoying this experience. And I'm super glad I didn't get a chance to play in that technical thing that they did a couple of weeks ago because my, my I probably would have been soured to the experience of Battlefield because I you know I, I just wanted to be perfect and I know it's not going to be but the fact that it's actually this well optimized right now gives me hope that when the final game comes out we probably won't see that many bugs we'll see bugs because there's way more it's maps. dice bro you gonna and, see something? I'm hoping. I'm, listen, listen. I am hoping. I'm hoping among all hope that we don't have a. I don't think we will have a Battlefield Four situation. That's what I'm saying. Because Battlefield Four, as much as I love that that game was busted for two years, and they and they and they they did a triumphant job of fixing it, but it took them two years to do it. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen more. I'm, I want to see another map. Because we're playing on the same map all weekend, um, but people I heard they have bigger maps than this. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. There's huge, like I seen a couple of um, shout out the level cap. He's uh, he's a huge battlefield. I've been following him ever since like Battlefield 1942 and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did some preview stuff on some of the other maps, and some of those maps are pretty incredible. And then you just got to remember, Portal is their makeshift, literally forge for battlefield where you're going to be able to just do and make your own rules and go into different versions of the game and have 2042 going against 1942 and all this other stuff and you're going to be able to play on all those classic maps and everything like that in that game mode so i think that's where the longevity and where people really truly think this game's going to really shine at because right now all we're playing is conquest on this one map but in but in general the game is fun and uh, I have to just get in there. I got to get in there with you. I got to get in there with Taz because Taz's been playing it. Um, I know you've been playing it. I know, um, you know, I was listening to uh, Erica's video earlier today. She was talking about the performance and she just wants the game to be good because she's she's definitely got that Battlefield bug now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the game's fun, man. And if as long as they can fix the performance issues and the, and the tearing that we're getting in the graphical glitches and stuff like that, um, I'm good. I'm glad they delayed this game because it, it definitely isn't ready to come out, but I can see the, I can see the potential of a November. Well, I think it's November 22nd release date when this game is supposed to come out and it's going to, I think it's going to be great, man. Have you experienced the tornado yet? <laughs> No, I have not seen the tornado. I want to see. Have you? Yeah, I actually saw it earlier I have today. Seen, I've seen I the lightning it. storm and I've seen the rocket. Have not seen the tornado yet. So I saw the tornado. I actually like ran towards it. 
I was just like, I gotta see this. Because I'm seeing people in their parachutes and they're just flip they're just spinning around the thing. Everyone I see vehicles and, and, and choppers and stuff just spinning around and I was just like I gotta get in this, man. I left like the pos- I I completely forgot the objective. I f- yeah. completely forgot the 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 point I was trying to take. I was just like, let me just run towards this storm. It was like on the west side of the map. I'm just running, and I I got there and like I I was trying to like find the building to jump off of so I could pull my parachute and just be able to like let the the storm you know whip me around, but I couldn't figure it out. But it was yeah, that was a uh, that was interesting. That was definitely something. I might I might have to go find. I think I got the gameplay. I think I recorded that actually. I need uh, to see that if you do, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm a I'm a super Battlefield noob, right? Like I don't. I've never really liked Battlefield. I've never really cared for it. Uh. I think I may have one. The one I may have enjoyed may have been four. I think I I enjoyed a little bit of four, but not. I don't really care for Battlefield like that. It's never been my jam. But this one I've been having fun with. And I streamed this to uh um um the other day when they when it first started. Uh this is my stream. Um um again, MSI Afterburner doesn't work on the beta. You can see a massive drop right there. That's the biggest drop I've ever seen with the mm-hmm. game. It, it it went from like 80 FPS to 28 just as I was running through some smoke. And it was pretty crazy uh but otherwise other than that it's been averaging like 65 to 75 frames per second mostly staying in like the 75 uh um, frames range at ultra settings at 1440p uh for me on my pc which i have a 3070 i got a 9700k cpu overclocked to 4.7 gigahertz 32 gigs of ram uh using uh samsung 970 evo uh pro uh so i i have a pretty high-end build it's not it's it's a little bit more uh power performance than you would get from just like uh your your average pc build so they they're 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 definitely going to need to uh fix the performance i know there are other people who had a lot of problems getting the game to perform for them um but uh if only the high-end builds are are the or those are the only ones that are are performing it well then then you got some work to do and they have even less time than 343 industries has with uh uh they have even less time than 343 industries has with halo infinite so right. uh but i i think that even though it's a dice game and a lot of them come in hot and have a lot of issues at launch i think this one might have less issues than than say Battlefield Five did was it was it five or four that was like four. broken? It was four? Yeah, four. Four it was, was broken. It was it, yeah, four was completely broken at launch, and I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Uh, the fact that this beta they were able to have 128 people in there, uh, uh I think says a lot. Uh, I I enjoy the gunplay. It, it, it's uh the guns are good. Um, I, I got, I think I got my, my, some of my favorites that I'm, I'm comfortable with right now. Uh, I, it didn't, I didn't quite show it before. Cause I didn't, hadn't like at this point in the stream that you're looking at now figured it out, but I like the way you can change attachments on the fly. Oh, I love that. That I is, 
that that design. And you usually only be able to do it in the menu. You couldn't do it in game. Right. And now, like, like I can see myself being in a fight and then like killing someone closer to me, then seeing enemies a little bit further off, and then switching to my uh my um uh, uh, my better scope for for longer distance. And then use it like be able to just put that on real fast and just and then go back to shooting with that. I can see that being uh, happening big time, and it's just fun. I I I what I I don't like are the vehicles, and you're probably watching that now. I could not figure this tank out for the life of me. I, oh I was, yeah, vehicles is always a learning curve. Yeah, man, I was all over the place. I I, I sucked with the the tank. I I'm I'm just like I don't care about the vehicles. I really don't. I I'm trying to run around, uh, shoot people, uh, take points, and and try to try to win the match that way. Um, I I I enjoyed it though. Now. After my first day, I played it with uh, a buddy of mine. Um, um, shout out to Blue. Uh, me, me and her played it. Uh, she is one of my division peeps, where I used to play the division with all the time, and so it was fun playing with her. I had, even though it was still fun earlier today, I had slightly less fun playing by myself. That's the difference that I noticed for me personally between halo infinite with halo infinite i had just as much fun with playing with other people as i did playing by myself and so i can just tell like like in a couple of months which game i'm going to be playing with more i'll still play this because i have ea play pro and so i'll have access to it on pc regardless and cross play will be there uh at launch so if you're playing on playstation or xbox and you're trying to squad up i can still squad up with you but this is probably going to be a game i play with friends because not being able to communicate with people and and (laughs) there's a particular like there's like this this tunnel that goes under the the, tunnel that goes underneath the ramp that goes up to the rocket yeah right and so that tunnel is just a kill zone and and i'm like i'm trying to tell like i I wanted to kind of tell my teammates to hold off and like start throwing grenades to clear some of the uh the enemies that were basically camping in there waiting for us to come down and so they could shoot us up like throw some grenades down there they weren't listening and we ended up just like they they ended up just getting killed and i'm just you know sitting there back in front of the entrance waiting for them to come around the corner because it's like it's like now five on one because all these idiots just ran into a hail of, hail of bullets and grenades. And it's just like, man, I really need to communicate. Of course, with 64 people on your side, you're not going to be able to communicate with all 64 of them. But, yeah, you about know, four man squad, though. Yeah, yeah. Get a four man squad. You guys roll together. You got, you could be taking all the points down. Like, I can see a solid four people who are really oh, good at first person shooting. People can can win a game. Yeah, easy. Even with this, right? Although I think I probably I I didn't get a chance to play the other modes, and I know there's going to be more kind of like arena style modes and not like this big stuff like this. But yeah, when that's available, I probably would play more of that than this, uh, because it, it just yeah, it's. it's 64 people is a lot. I mean, 64 against 64 is a lot of people. But, yeah, but they spread it out a lot, though. I mean, you you can go 
you can go traveling and not run into somebody for a while. Yeah, yeah, and that's the those lows is what uh, I don't really care for that. I don't really care for having to like, like, like I kept making the mistake of choosing the wrong location that I didn't mean to choose. But like, once you choose it, you're, you, you chose it. And so now you're committed. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm like half a whole map, like half the map away from the action. And now I'm running, you know, for the next two or three minutes. That's annoying to me. And uh, I much rather have like, like say like big team battle in Halo is it's a big map, but it's nowhere near this big. This is like a battle royale map. Oh yeah, I try to tell people that like, you you wanna you want team based battle royale. That's what Battlefield is. Yeah. But uh, no, I have fun with it though. I think I think it's I think it's gonna be uh for if you're a Battlefield fan, you're you're probably going to really enjoy this and i think everyone um this holiday that is a a fan of of halo and 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 battlefield when it comes to pvp are, are going to are going to be in for a treat the call of duty guys though they probably won't have to pick and choose which one they want to roll with <laughs> because it's not it's uh I, I don't think call of duty is going to be hitting this year Yes, yeah, I mean I ain't gonna be like I'm mad about it. I'm I'm I got Battlefield. So <laughs> oh, actually, let me let me go find the, the footage of the uh, the the, uh, the the tornado. That part was freaking hilarious. Um, give me a second. But no, go go ahead. Uh, would you, so matter of fact, here's a question for you. Which yeah. which game do you do you see yourself? Let's say it's December fifteenth, and you're and you're about to sit down after a long day of work and play. A multiplayer shooter. Which one are you gonna play? It depends. If I'm playing with friends, probably Halo. Battlefield. I, I'm I, I'm kind of opposite from you. I can play Battlefield by myself. I can play Conquest by myself. It's one of those games where I I feel like I could challenge myself um, by just playing with the people I have. So if it's a game that I'm gonna be playing predominantly by myself that day, then yeah, it's gonna be Battlefield. If my friends say I want to play some Halo and we get into it, that's what we're going to do. It's going to be that. But if it really doesn't come down to that at all, it's going to probably just be Battlefield over everything for me, at least for the first month that the game is out. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm like the reverse. I'm probably going to be playing Halo Infinite's multiplayer more um, and kind of like bringing it into my rotation. You know, I got, I got like a lot of first-person shooters that, not just first person shooters because real company's third person, but I, I play a lot of multiplayer games. And you so my, my rotation is Splitgate and Rogue Company. And um and then like I'll I'll play some other things like here and there to uh uh and then maybe stop playing them. But Splitgate and Rogue Company are like in the permanent rotation. I can see Halo Infinite jumping in there and and and, and being one now like one of three instead of just one of two. Uh, but that that that's that's uh that's it for me. Actually, I want to make a poll actually, and this poll question is going to be, uh, which shooter are you more most interested in? And it's going to be Halo Infinite and Twenty Forty Two. I think a lot of people are going to pick Halo just because they were probably way more surprised than what they got from Halo. You think so? 
I think a lot of people uh, wasn't expecting um, expecting the um, polish that Halo gave them, honestly. Well, I mean, that that's kind of based off of 343's reputation, one. And yeah. two, the way the campaign looked. Now, none of this says, says anything about the campaign. I kind of feel like Halo Infinite's campaign, uh, you, you still won't show it? We haven't actually seen actual campaign since uh, summer, June of 2020. Mm -mm, it might be a little, uh, it, it might be pretty bad. So I'm kind of right. like, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little iffy on it. I think the multiplayer is going to sustain it, um, especially because it's free. But uh, I think that campaign might, might be a problem. And uh, visually, I think it'll be fine visually. I think they wanted to make sure after the first showing that visually there's nothing that people will complain about. And I think that it will be fine visually. But as far as story goes, uh, as far as uh, uh, whether it's going to be a buggy mess, um, they not having features that have been mainstays of, of Halo from the very start, like co-op campaign, like not having that stuff. Mm, I don't know. Uh, you, you know, it's it, you. You're not able to get that out by launch. Tells me that you got a lot of stuff to work on and fix that you feel is more important. And if those things are more important, then you you've you've got a lot of problems. Um, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see with that. Uh, I, I just realized I didn't notice it while I was playing, but that that vehicle fell out of the sky and flipped <laughs> like twice, and then took off driving. Like that's not freaking possible. I said I was going to show you the tornado. Hold up. I know, man. You ain't showed me the tornado yet. Where, where is it? It was near the end. There it is. Hold up. Crap. No. Get the tornado. Why is it? I need to see the tornado. Ooh. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Turn around. Turn around. Yeah, you know, guys in the chat, let us know what what um take the poll. Let us know which one you like more, the Halo. Halo Infinite. Infinite's winning so far. Oh yeah, I told you. I think a lot of people are gonna like the Halo Infinite more than anything. There it is, tornado. Look at that. That's pretty awesome. Let's see if it's up yet almost. Oh wow. Yeah, it's that's got crazy. lightning and everything. You see the people with their their uh their parachutes out. One guy got lifted up into it. I was like, see, that's what I wanted. I was trying to get my parachute out. I didn't know how I do that. I know how I, I know you gotta jump from like a high height and then hit the, the X button or whatever to get it out, but like I just couldn't get it out. But it was uh, it was uh that was pretty cool. I was like, I, 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 that's the one thing I really wanted to see with uh, the weather effects. I think that's a pretty cool idea of them adding that in there. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, that looks <laughs> like you running towards the. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I clearly did like what, a what, what, what a black person like a would never a, do. Like a moth <laughs> to a flame. <laughs> I said, that's the tornado. I'm running towards it. <laughs> it's about to lift you off the ground in a minute. Yeah, and then I saw some people, and I was like, uh, "Maybe I should actually shoot them before they start shooting me." Um, but no, like, uh, yeah, I, I think the game's going to be a lot of fun. I, I just, 
I, it's something else that I think that's kind of scary is that it probably it's probably going to be way more buggier than we what we think just because even the console versions are having problems. So like yeah. we came to Halo Infinite. Uh, the Xbox Series X and S. The X, from what I heard, was probably the the best performing um, one based off of uh, like like consistency and instability. And, and the uh, the the S was pretty good too. Uh, and the PC was all over the place. It was it was just bad on the PC. Uh, from what I've been hearing with Battlefield, mm-hmm. there are people who <laughs> there. People on having issues on PlayStation, on X, both Xbox Series versions, um, and PC, and I'm just like, man, is, is there any platform that's stable? I don't, I, I don't, I don't yeah, think so right now. Safe. So, but yeah, I think that's it, man. We we uh we we knocked out all the topics. Yay! We killed it, and we're in a three, <laughs> and we're in a three hours, so it's not going to take forever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're definitely under three hours. I, I was not trying to have us here to like you know one in the morning talking about this, but uh, uh, Forte, let everyone know what you got planned for the rest of the week and uh, and and uh, what's going on and where they can find you. Yeah, man, it's um great show as always, bro. You always kill it when you host it. Um, Absolutely appreciate it. But um, yeah, for me, got a couple things going on in the channel. We'll be announcing some stuff later. Um, but yeah, playing a lot of Battlefield for the rest of this weekend. Picking up that switch. You know, it's going to be funny because I don't even know if I'm going to get a chance to play Metroid this weekend. Uh, so that's something that I'm, I'm actually going to see if I can actually do. But um, outside of that, man, it's uh, Gaming Forte everywhere YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, and PlayStation. Uh, DPS podcast on my channel next week for episode 55. And um, yeah, guys, have a great rest of your weekend and uh, enjoy the games that you're playing. Yep, yep. Um, for me, I um, I'm still going to be streaming. Of course, I, I'm still working on on my videos. Uh, those uh, I, I don't want to give you guys a timetable and, and end up uh, missing it like George R. R. Martin. I feel like George R. R. Martin right now when it comes to the the Game of Thrones books, where I'm always saying I think it will be out at this point, and it's not. So I don't want to disappoint you guys with that. So I just let you know I'm still working on it. But uh, in the meantime, I will be uh, streaming when I have the opportunity. Uh, I hopefully will be finishing. Um, hopefully, be finishing. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, Bioshock Infinite soon, and uh, once I get through that, I might actually play Bioshock One because I, I got I got the entire collection for Bioshock on Steam for like fifteen bucks uh, a little while, a little while ago. So I got all the games now. Um, so I, I might just play through all of them, or uh, we'll see what happens. You know, um, shout out to after his pat yo after his passion. I, let me, I we gotta salute you, bro. You such a good supporter, man. He put the twenty dollars super chat says thank you, gentlemen. Great show. We 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 thank you, sir. We thank you for always um showing up and showing out in the chat and just you know being a um, an awesome awesome contributor to the show, man. You're 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 a cool dude. Um, but yeah. Uh, you could catch me um, on Twitter and Twitch by the same name, Slow Mo Backslap. Um, and uh, I, I don't think I'll be involved in too many Twitter spaces <laughs> oh, <laughs> anymore. 
kicked out of all of them. Yeah, I don't want to get kicked out of any more Twitter spaces. You know how it is, man. People, people can't. They can't handle the truth. Can't handle the truth. They can't handle it, bro. Are you trying but, to say you're the new truth of YouTube? Uh, no, no. I'm just saying, uh, you know, like I, 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 I say things and people don't like it, and then they, they, they kick you out and they say it was, uh, you left. <laughs> I didn't hear you. No, let me let me stop. No, um, uh, hope you guys uh have a great night. I know it's late, but uh, take care of yourselves and play your games. Peace out.